much wood would a woodchuck chuck? Are we already yeah, recording? A woodchuck could chuck wood. We're already recording. You are vocal. A woodchuck would chuck as much wood as a woodchuck could chuck. If Josh. a woodchuck could chuck wood, but a woodchuck can't chuck wood. But if it could, it go on and on forever, which would infinity. First off, impressive. Thank I'm you. I'm impressed. First time you've ever impressed me. Thank you. <laughs> Second off. Tony's finished. Second off. <laughs> He's not easily impressed. No, I'm not. Yeah. I, he I, actually is. When I, I, so I'm a time traveler. He comes I, from a simple time. <laughs> I'm a time traveler. When we saw the first man land on the moon, I yelled from like my living room. I go, so what? <laughs> <laughs> I could get up there if I wanted to. But um, I'm on one today. Yeah. Why? Why? What's What's wrong? I had a nightmare. What did you have a nightmare about? That you betrayed me. That was this morning. No, that, that was in real life. No, th- I had the nightmare that you betrayed me, and then I woke up, and and <laughs> m- turns out I dream facts. You're kind of like that. I what's dream that truth. one movie? Um, with uh, the the horror one we just saw it. The horror. W- which one? The one with the with the guy with the black balloons. Oh, oh, it? oh! No, no, no! He's... Total, total rip off of it. No. I saw, I saw through it immediately. The black phone. Black phone, yeah. The black phone, total fucking rip off. Not really. Oh, every, every. I was like the whole, the whole movie. If you haven't seen this movie, it's a horror movie. The whole fucking thing. Have is... you ever seen it? Yes, I've seen it. It's there's elements that are there's, rip bullo- off. there's scary balloons. Which, yeah, come th- on, that's come on. any if, horror movie, though. What? No. Scary balloons? Uh, that is classic it's it. Not, the, the balloons were the scary. The guy in the black phone Why, looks why like were the it. balloons scary? Because they were black, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> they weren't really that scary. They were just They're, normal black balloons. You, no. I'll, I'll, look, when you, if you use, like, horror, horror, you know, if you're using certain things as a device of, of, of horror, yeah. you can't, like, balloons is played out. I guess I wouldn't say it's a rip off to uh dude, come on. He drives around and harasses the kids. Pennywise doesn't drive. <laughs> Pennywise appears. This is this is more kind of this is more kind of uh the fear of like in the 70s and 80s as kids cuz a lot of kidnappings were happening the van. That's why nowadays we have the joke don't steal uh don't take candy from a stranger in a van because mm-hmm. of this era. I, I, there are some qualities that are ripped off, but like overall, I was not. I was not a huge fan of the movie. He actually travels through sewers, mm-hmm. so he's constantly traveling through sewers. He, he's yeah. like a giant turtle or something. It the it clown? Yeah, it clown is actually like some giant space turtle. Oh, that's right. And then he like changed the ending in the movie. Either a giant spider or mm. yeah. I wasn't scared at all. I watched it, and I didn't. And I wasn't scared. You at weren't all. scared at one point. Nope. Nope. What? What? What's, the whole. What scares you? Government overreach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh. And um, be dying alone. I think. I think we have to let our listeners know. He, you guys think this when when we do this podcast? You know. This can't be the guy I'm sitting across. Can't be a real human, you know. He's probably hyping it up for the camera, you know. I just want to let you know, I live with the man. Uh, he is who he says he is. Uh, <laughs> it was like last week, Josh. It's like three in the morning. I get out of my room, getting some some of the drink. I see Sean's lights still on, so I walk in, and uh, what's on his computer? Porn? No, I wish. It was just. 
five pictures of five different passports, and then an article. And I go, hey, Sean, what are you doing? And he goes, um, I'm learning how to denounce my U.S. citizenship so that I could get a citizenship to, like, Bosnia because they have a better tax code. Well, it's, for, it's renounce. Or renounce. Denounce would be mean to criticize. Renounce well, would mean to, you do to, that, to yeah. give up. Okay. Are, so are you I, doing the Andrew Tate plan? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, look, um, Andrew Tate's in Malaysia, and that passport is really not hot right now. Like, and when Andrew Tate did it, it probably was a good move for him. I mean, probably got a good deal from the casinos uh, as far as visa goes. But yeah, I did you know this though? Did you know this? It costs twenty five hundred dollars to the re- to renounce your U.S. citizenship. Yeah, they if you, you want know, you want to know why they want to make corruption. Sure, no, 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 no. They want to make sure that uh, idiots like you don't just click a button and then you have no country. That's not why. It, that's not that why true. that fee exists. They're wa- yeah, they're watching out for guys like you. No, they're not. Yes, they are. They want to de- disincentivize it. Yeah, it's lost tax revenue. It's tax. Re- why? Why? Your social security number is you are the debt to the United States. You oh. physically are the debt. Also, if I want to, and look, I'm not. I I love I love shitting on America. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm. I don't want. I don't want to. Yeah, you you stumbled in on me, Tony. It was just in the, weird in the it, beginnings it was, of he my. He was just like reading, and then he was like, "Yeah, this." Co- I'm gonna What's, go to I'm gonna go to Bosnia and it, he goes, It's a better place to live there. No, can and I pitch can I pitch you my look case? Look up three videos. They've been in war, you know, government switching out every few years, uh, just killings on the street, and he just goes, But the taxes are no great. capital gains tax. Yeah. Yeah, but he has like eight thousand dollars to his name. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like with I get it if you were worth like a like three hundred thousand dollars, maybe, but eight you don't pay. <laughs> you, you we don't pay really taxes. Like I fill in some information, and if it's too high, I redo it. You know, add some X. <laughs> add some dependents, or some, I don't even know. Add some dependents. You know, can I at least? I write off everything. Every, anytime we buy groceries, I write it off because we're two comics, and when we usually eat, we're talking comedy. Mm-hmm. So I write it off as a as a lunch meeting. <laughs> <laughs> our groceries, our little. <laughs> Tostitos pizza rolls are getting Yeah, no, we really we really talk business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We really, really no, that is true. We really do talk business all we the do. time. We're always talking. We're just like, that might suck. <laughs> 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 fucking fucking wh- wh- why aren't we bigger than Joe Rogan? <laughs> why don't we we only have <laughs> uh those are the actual conversations, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, it really is. <laughs> but that's how you—that's how you, you know. He goes, he goes, he doesn't even have a full head of hair, and we have two people with with full head of hair. Three people. Three, uh, three people. Mm. There's hair on all of us. We have three people with hair I, on I, our bodies. I, I don't, I don't think that's real hair. What's wrong with my hair? It just seems fake. Oh, okay, yeah. Seems I, like I, a, I told, I was told I have a Whitney Houston wig on. <laughs> Let me see your hair. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, no, we're not. I've never. That, this yeah, is not. You have. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. When we went on the road. Yeah. He's a different man without a hat. Yes. He's really? more well mannered. Well, no, no. Oh wow, I'm so glad you, you should brought that on, up. You should put on a hat, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I my, is my hair bad? No, you're uh, not well mannered. That was my joke. My uh, hair's bad. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no, I've noticed since I stopped wearing a hat so much, more, white people are friendlier to me. Yeah. I, I'm more approachable. 
and my black friends don't talk to me as much. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, no, no, but like every time I'm around, uh, you know, Debo, right? Yeah. And the, the the Loud Pack boys and what, whatever, uh, they uh, they're like, hey man, put on a hat. I can't I can't talk when you're around. I feel like you're gonna snitch. Mm. I'm like, cause of my fucking hair. I'm like, yeah, you got snitch hair. <laughs> I was like, I thought I had a Whitney Houston wig on. He's but, like, yeah, it's snitch hair. But on the bright side, when you go to Starbucks and you're like, hey, can I get some service? And uh, uh, all the baristas ignore you. You put on your hat, and they're like, I'm so sorry, sir. <laughs> I didn't oh, see you there. When I go to Starbucks, I wear a ski mask and I pull up, <laughs> pull up with a, a Blakey, <laughs> and I just go, Frappuccino, extra frappe, please. You spend the revolver. <laughs> you want to die? <laughs> you want to die? <laughs> No, so yeah. Can I pitch? Can I at least pitch my case for why it's sure? A, a, so, so well. Here's the thesis: America's failing. <laughs> it's it's gonna it's gonna it's not gonna be around in thirty years. I really truly believe we may lose. It may not be. A, it, where is it gonna? Is it gonna become like one giant spirit Halloween store? Worse. <laughs> that that, that, that would, be would be fun. funny if America, the entire. All the totally, land. That's what it is right now. All the landmass just becomes one giant Halloween store. The, the whole, all of America's sublet retail space. Hello, we're from Switzerland. We're going to America to buy a Halloween costume. <laughs> it's so primitive. I like it here. It's, it's very primitive. <laughs> um, no, but look, you you look at uh, like the 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 economics of it, and you look. I I just I really think that, and I, this is not um, the thing is I. I try to keep emotions out of it. Yeah. I really you got to keep emotions out of it because obviously it's, we all grew up in America, we have an attachment to the country to the country. Yeah. An abusive traumatic attachment to this country. Yeah. But this is my my just my opinion. China's going to dominate the economy in 10 to 20 10 to 30 years. Yeah. They're going to be the world superpower. Yes. Uh everyone Eastern Europe is looking pretty Unless unless they have like a revolution. No, they're not going to riot. No, well you mean like a rev, like like a like a violent I think, change I think, in government. I think, I think the people might revolt. There's Espe crazy. especially if like the if uh, their you know factory rights don't keep getting worse and worse. Like with like the suicide net shit, and then like what happened during the lockdowns where like they were like people would complain about the U.S. lockdowns. Like in China, it was like you would get beat and thrown in prison if you left your house. So I think if shit like that kept going, I think there would be a revolution. Yeah. Well, okay. Hey, well here which brings me to my point is that you 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 know, you don't like why like I didn't choose to be born in the Silicon Valley. <laughs> <laughs> he said that to me. Kabasa and it was like three in the morning and I just wanted to I, I wanted to pull up a picture of like a an African family like that's like in the slums mm -hmm. and just be like, Oh yeah, you're you you fucking your life is so hard. I'm not saying you, my life's hard. I'm not saying my life's easy. But no the <laughs> but, way the way you say it is like I didn't I didn't choose I didn't choose to grow up in the okay, in sunny California where my parents had <laughs> money and I never really had to worry about finance. The one time I had to really worry is when a cop pulled me over, but he really didn't charge me with anything because, you know, I was in a nice neighborhood and they probably knew my father and he just picked me up and I got a spank on. I didn't I didn't want this tough life. I wanted to grow up in, I was never hit. I wanted to grow, <laughs> I wanted to grow up in Bosnia. I wanted to be around revolution, you know. Every morning 
morning when I'm having pancakes. You're turning German. Yeah, every morning when I'm having pancakes. I want a well, gren- I'm not I, w- I want a grenade to come in my living room. I want my mother to be missing a leg because she was shot going to the grocery store by a by a, a, a revolting army. That's what I want. I want struggle. I want power. You don't want that. I do. No, you don't. No, I don't. You're Sean, right. You're right. Sh- I don't want that. Sean- you know what I want? You know what I want? And what I want every human to have? Yeah. The cho- choice of where they are sovereign. They can the do choice, that. The choice, sovereign choice. They can. No one, no. No. You apply. Apply. <laughs> apply. Go to Mexico, go to any country. And tell them to apply to get sovereignty in another country. You apply, or, or you fucking like a lot of like tough Mexican people. They were like, you know what? The application process is kind of rigged and kind of fucked up. We're gonna pack our shit and we're gonna walk through the desert. And yeah, it's gonna be dangerous. It's like you do either apply or you that's, do that shit. But that's 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 a that's a that's those are that is a, 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 the illusion of choice because. If you go the legal route, you're fucked. It's not really an option. Yeah. Second, or you risk death and prison imprisonment. Well, if you're those rich, are not. If you're rich, you can. If you open up a business in America and it's worth a million dollars, you get put to the front of the line as far as citizenship goes. Uh, right. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just, I, I want, I dream of a world where we can all be, and that's what I mean. I'm not. I don't even mean that in like a, a, a when I'm like I didn't choose to be born in a cow. I realize how fucking privileged that sounds. I'm not like delusional about that. No, but you're just. But what yeah. I'm saying is, no, no, you guys didn't choose to be born to be born in America. Yeah. Let me use I, a different example. Uh, that African child didn't choose to be born in Libya, y- right? Y- yes. But so, you can be grateful though. You can be I, grateful. I, I and my thing is this. Grateful. My thing is this though, is if everybody got to choose, it would be like two countries would be packed to the gills, and then the other countries would be empty. I think you're wrong. I disagree. Let me tell you why. Be, when those countries become overpopulated, they're going to be less attractive. And then a third, it's just like a, countries are just businesses. A third country is going to pop up, and you're going to, that, that's going to be like the up-and-coming cool. It's going to be like Birkenstocks, you know? <laughs> Like you got Coke, Coke and Pepsi. Come on, oh, come everyone's on. in Coke and Pepsi. I don't know. I mean, like I could go there, but like it's kind of populated. I'm gonna go to uh, Birkenstockland. Come on down. I'm gonna come on down to Libya. It's actually pretty cool. Not we have, yeah. We have we have DJ sets. We have we have lions. Hey, we have tigers. Dude, we even got a bear. Oh my! Totally, <laughs> what I'm saying though is like you for the bold individual that yeah. goes to Libya. Yeah. They're they're gonna no one's gonna be in Libya. There's gonna be no violence because no one's gonna my, be there. My thing is this though. I mean, there's anarchy. And this is where the, can... this is where this false sen- sentiment I get from you is. You're saying all this thing. You're like, it's for the people. I want the people to have a chance. I want the people to be able to pick where they where they live, where they fight. You know. But <laughs> when, we, when, we when we talked at three in the morning, when we talked at three in the morning, it wasn't about the people. It was about, dude. Did you know that the tax code is like one zero point zero zero one percent? So that means on a twelve thousand dollar annual income. I would save two grand a year, and it's like, it's for financial reason. It's not you don't give a shit about everybody else. I want everyone to be prosperous. I do, but, but that's not <laughs> and, how. It, I, and 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 part of that prosper. But okay, here's here's the other thing. And you're, you do, Sean. The thing is that I'm worried about is if we like blow up, you. <laughs> 
would try to topple a government. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, you would. Topple you would. A you, government? you would want to become a dictator. Uh, Shea, what was the guy from? Shea, yeah. Shea Rivera. Shea Guevara. Guevara. Guevara yeah. You would want to be a Shea Guevara type. Where? How, how, where first of all, how dare you drag Shea's name through the mud? Wear me on. Wear me on your shirts. Fight for that me. man was a, was a revolutionary and a, and he a fought. racist too. Oh, okay, I, and a racist. And who is he? And a racist. Who is he racist? He hated black people. Really? I denounced. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, renounced. Do you know it costs two thousand dollars to renounce Shane Guevara? <laughs> you, you can just become a, a corporation, pay yourself to the corporation, and you'll save like a shitload of money. Uh, but not well. Yes, there are things you can do in as a U.S. citizen to like lower your tax rate. Yeah. Like start a corporation and start start all these corporate entities to avoid. But the thing is, you still can't avoid paying the t- the U.S. government taxes. Yeah. Even uh, even w- and so, even these billionaires, uh, like say Elon doesn't pay taxes. Yeah, I mean, that's a whole other bag. Or bear, what do they say? A whole other door. A whole other door. Yeah. A whole other bag of cats. A whole yeah. It's a uh, it's, uh, it's a it's a full bag of piss and shit. <laughs> it's a whole bag of piss and, sh- and bag of worms. That's a whole other bag of worms. It's a whole. It's a whole sack of dogs. That's a whole other bag of worm shit yeah. that Dead I don't want to get into. It's a whole. Yeah. It's a whole. It's a whole storage unit of. <laughs> it's a whole storage unit of Ecuadorian <laughs> men. <laughs> hey, if it's that's ma- a whole other hey, truck. If of- it's men, it's fine. It's women right. and children we protect. Yes, that's right. Men feel no pain. Oh. Can we do? Uh, uh, can you do the microphone sound effect real quick? Which one you want? The microphone, like the almost like yeah. Uh, this is a guy. It's a okay. Go back to normal real quick. So this is a character kind of like with the Che Guevara thing. This is a guy who's a fan of O.J. Simpson, but he also didn't know that he killed okay. his wife. All right. Man, isn't O.J. Simpson the greatest? Man, what OJ did was uh, bad. <laughs> he did what? <laughs> Man, I don't like him <laughs> anymore. Killed two people. Killed two? Jail. Did he, he? But he he went to jail, right? <laughs> he got away with it. What, was there not enough evidence? No, there was plenty. So talk about his book. <laughs> what, he wrote a book about it. What was it called? It was probably called like I I I would never whisper. kill my wife, right? You're talking to thousands of people. Don't, don't please whisper. Oh no! What was the book called? Uh, if I did it. it so he's guilty. That's right. <laughs> uh, 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 that was a fun little sketch. Yeah. If I did. If I did, I like I like uh, John was just like actually you're talking to the crowd so you should whisper to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you. What was it? Uh, yeah. You think China's taking over for real? Well, okay. I will. So here's here's what I think. I think um. Every day with him. No. Okay. Every, let me. My every, last. Every, every day it's a new it's a new world power. Every we day. can talk. We can talk about China, <laughs> but um, I think. My last point on the whole th- country thing is this. The the most important thing with the ability to choose your sovereignty yeah. is that you uh, – the one of the number one things – it doesn't matter how wealthy or poor you are. 
is every sovereignty has a different tax code. Yeah. And as a as a and if if we all if if everyone if we live in a world where everyone could choose their sovereignty, yeah. then they could therefore choose the tax code that applies to them. And how do you, and how do you do that? But then you With would have to, then you would have to get a work visa to stay in the United States. No, no, you opt out of the system, right? Well, that's the thing is like so theoretically, I don't I, I was I don't think you can do this. I think if you want like a I don't I, I, I don't think it's possible to basically renounce your US citizenship. Or obviously first you would want to get like five you would want to get citizenship in somewhere like um uh Tajikistan, right? Can we look up Tajikistan real quick? Let's look up. How there. do you spell that? T A J I K I S T A N. But you, you can if if you're able to move your digital property to any country, the government in the United States can't touch it. Yeah, that's Hey. Yeah, look up Tajikistan no, that uh, sounds, visa, no, no, visa no, no, program. No, 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 that sounds like a fun place. Tajikistan, a country in the central in Central Asia, surrounded by Afghanistan, China, Kyrgyzstan, and Uzbekistan. You know, fucking, just four great places where it's just been peaceful, fun. For the, you know, there, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why no, not? it looks beautiful, but I'm just saying. My thing is like these people. From Tajikistan are going to hate you, because these I'm are never going to meet them. No, these are poor. These are poor farmers that have been fucked over by the government. All this stuff, and then you're going to show up, and you're just going to be like, "Man, I love it here. Land's so cheap." And then they're going to be like, "You bought the land. You bought the land that we have owned for thousands of years." And you're like, "I bought it for thirty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to build a McDonald's. You want to work there?" No, I, I look. You're 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 really simplifying my real estate plan in Tajikistan. You're gonna ruin you're, it. I'm never gonna go to Tajikistan. You're gonna be like a white guy that ruined Brooklyn. I'm not you're gonna <laughs> ruin it. No, you're, it's, you're, yes, you are. You're gonna open up a can. First of all, if you think Tajikistan is the Brooklyn of Asia, you're wrong. <laughs> well, they're you're, about to go to war with Kyrgyzstan. What is the that? Kyr Kyrgyzstan. 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 You're gonna open up a candle shop and you're gonna be like, "Are you guys happy now?" <laughs> and they're gonna be like, "Could, put could we? I could put we have?" This candle. They're gonna be like, "Could we have?" Water, <laughs> and you're like, no. You can have candle wax, and you'll like it. Yeah, we're selling overpriced perfume. You can have that. They're like, what about food? And you're like, yeah, it's a steakhouse. It's a fogo de chow. Do you have ninety dollars? Oh, I didn't think so. Do you want to go to Kur Do you want to go to the fogo de chow Kurdistan, or do you want to? Go to the McDonald's in Tajikistan. You'd build a whole city block of just stores you wanted to visit, and only you could afford. I wouldn't look. You're you're missing the point here. I think here's here's the point. You get citizenship in Tajikistan. Yeah. To to be to get that tax to get that tax code, which is zero percent. But you know how tax. fucked you know how fucked up that is. Is you're reaping the benefits of Tajikistan, paying zero dollars in taxes, and then they still have to live in shitty conditions. Well, Ooh. Tony. I'm not. But then they I'm have not, to pay taxes by giving up their food. Like if they're farmers, they pay taxes by probably giving up half their food. They have to pay taxes by probably sending their children to war, joining the military at a young age. So in a way, you're just you're because you're greedy. I mean, you're right about the very last part. You're I greedy because the thing is, if you, you sound like Peter Schiff, you know what that yeah. is? Yeah, I know Peter Schiff. I'm yeah. not. Look, I, and I know I'm, I sound like I'm indoctrinated. I'm really, I'm really not. And I'm open. I'm open minded too. Um, I, because th the thing is to get a citizenship, the, 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 wor 
there's there's the world I would like to live in, and then there's the practical world we, that we live in. Can you can you paint us a picture of your world? I'm trying to articulate what I think the right the a, a world that is truly equal would okay. be. Okay, articulate it. Um, again, you look at um, again. It's 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 the choice of where you where you put. Like why when I when every I want everyone when they're born, I want everyone when they're born. You get a little think about it this way: you get a little token, mm-hmm. and that says one entitled to one citizenship and one sovereignty. And I want everyone to look at the map and say, mm, that here." I looked at my options. I want to go at, here. At, at what age? Uh, I like I don't know, five. Or I don't know. At five? No, zero. I, I want it. Hey, like- mom. If you ground me, if you fucking try to ground me, I'm going to Libya. <laughs> I'm going to become Libyan. <laughs> well, the thing is, Wait a where sec. it falls apart is. Your dad's trying to teach you about taxes <laughs> at a young age. So here, Sean, here's your $30 allowance. But I'm going to take $2, and that goes, you know, for you to clean your sheets, to do all this stuff, and it's just like two dollars. <laughs> I earned that. <laughs> Where's my gold coin? I'm going to Libya. Zero percent. He's gonna be like now, Sean. And then the next week, he's like, Sean. Okay, now I'm taking four dollars. Two of this is gonna buy a bullet that's gonna kill a little kid. <laughs> and I'm like, what? That's right, Sean. And next week, it's gonna be six dollars. No, my thing is just like my thing is like, and then your dad. Once you say you're a Libyan citizen, he just like. Your room's disheveled. You clean it up, and he just starts throwing shit around. <laughs> yeah, he comes into my Libyan room, yeah, he and he sets, like just kills me. He sets half of it on fire. It's like, okay, Sean, now that he's like simulating Libya, he's like, okay, Sean, now you have the Libyan, Libyan sovereignty, which means, um, is that a Green Day shirt? I have to cut your hand off. Yeah, yeah. He, shoves nah. a, he shoves a knife up your ass, kind of like what they did to Gaddafi. <laughs> My thing is, so I just think, again, if you want to do it, it's fine. Do what you got to do. But my thing is, don't come at it like you're this, the system is unjust. It's da-da-da. I'm right about that, though. (laughs) Yeah, but the thing is, Sean. I'm not even trying to have a moral high ground. But, Sean, the thing is, once you become wealthy enough, you'll probably have, like, tax people that you will find ways to get out of paying a lot in taxes. So the thing is, you wouldn't even need this. But, I mean... My thing is, I don't think the people of T- Tajikistan, I don't think people of Bosnia and Kosovo, I don't think they want people like you to be a part of their nation because it's not like you're going over there. If you're going over there with your wealth and your money... To actually help the society. Oh, let's build schools. Let's do this. Let it. That's not what you want to do. You want to go over there and save money. Uh, yeah. And live <laughs> and live like a king, and then then be your servant. No, Dude, I, it's no, like me and he, let me, no, let me, me and Parker met this guy from Brazil. Him and his wife, Swedish wife. They live in Indonesia. Okay. And he's like the restaurant owner, owners. And he goes, goes, yeah, man, I love, he goes, I love being a restaurant owner in Indonesia. He goes, we live in this really nice three-bedroom house, and we pay $2,300 a year. Whoa. Yeah. 
I thought you were gonna say a month. No, a year. Twenty three hundred a month. A, a year? year. Yeah. And he goes. He goes. Yeah, man. It's great. It's like donation workers. It's great. See, it's great. You can make a lot of profits. You know, pay them forty dollars a month. They they they're happy. And it's he just had this very kind of like, uh, it, the the more and more he talked, the more and more it became less of oh the Indonesian people are great, oh, more to more oh you can really go over there and exploit the Indonesian people. Okay. Because most You're... of them only make like twenty five dollars, but if you give them forty, they're a little bit happier. And then, you know. He goes, it's crazy. We had one coworker stealing eggs. They stole like eight hundred eggs. So we brought them out and back. <laughs> no, but basically they're like, but they're like, yeah, we treat our employees well. And I'm like, if your employees have to steal eggs, you could probably treat them a little better. But they're just, uh, you don't know. But my that thing guy is, might start an egg store. But my thing is, he like, could be trying to start an egg store, Tony. My thing is like, it's the same thing. It's a guy who had a little money, and then he went to Indonesia. Same thing. Hey, let's open up a restaurant. Let's. Uh, pay these people a little bit more, but you're not really. You're still keeping them in extreme poverty. They're just like maybe one little rank higher, and you're reaping the benefits you, off of their labor. You're okay. You're uh, you make a good point. Okay, let me ask you this. Yeah. When does labor become not ex- exploitative? I think. Where do you draw the line? So yeah, maybe if I go to Tajikistan and I start a restaurant, um. And I uh, and I go there and I I pay the I pay the waiters and waitresses the servers like one dollar a day a day, but and then but because that's market, that's market there. Yeah. But the only reason it's market there is because of an oppressive government. So, where does where does labor become not exploitative? I think when it. Uh... Or is all, or would you say that all labor is exploitative? No, I think working if, for anyone is. No, no, no. I think I think if uh, a company, if the overall, if the overall morale is high of a company, where you can tell, I, I would say kind, kind of like what that's we. That's a vague. That's no, a vague. No, I would say kind of. If like, they make me feel good when no, they. No, if they make you feel, me, if they make you it, feel good, like if they pay you a fair wage for the job you're doing. What's fair? You have benefits. Uh, we were talking about this, like a QT gas station. Anytime you go to a QT gas station here in Texas, the employees seem happy. They're, cl- you know, Bucky's too. Bucky's. I I feel like that is fair for that position. Yeah, they're not going to become rich being a cashier at a QT or Bucky's, but they pay them a livable wage. They get benefits. So if if you're someone that only wants or needs to make twenty five to fifty thousand dollars a year. You'd go work there because you get treated well, and then you're gonna put in good work. So that's well. I I mean, look, I'm not I'm not trying to be contrarian, Tony, but I'm just saying this. Why did you think it's fair? What if I work at Bucky's and I'm like, I want I want I want you to double my salary. You're exploiting me. What is the What is the manager gonna say? Hey, go fuck yourself, asshole. We're paying you above market. I it's think, always I think... about what is market. Yeah. I, and that's my, not. I mean, my thing is though. I think then if he's like, "Oh, you, I want to make double," then he'll be like, "Oh, if you want to make double, you're gonna probably have to work your way up to an assistant management position." There's a cap for every job. I'm not saying. I'm not saying we need to be paying the the janitor the same as like the CEO, but I'm just saying the janitor should make enough that he doesn't have to work a second job or work sixty hours a week, and he should get benefits. That's my thing. I think every job 
depending on the you know the education needed or the da 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 needed, should have a beginning cap, but also an end cap. And if you want to make more than that end cap, you find a different position that's a little bit more challenging that maybe requires you to learn, you know, learn a trade or whatever. But I'm just saying. Well, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I don't think any position should have caps on either side. Period. Because you're you're applying you're you're, you know, like that's like when they try to cap the price of oil, or they like. That's true. Yeah. You know, they're like there are you're artificial, but no, no anyway. minimum wage. <laughs> you said no cap on either side. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no, Sean! We went I, we went out to eat once with him, and he had because he lost the bet, had to pay the bill, and he was adamant of not tipping the guy. And me, and my I friend, was joking. No, 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 no! You were adamant. We literally for two days because you're like a final because you were you didn't want to go. I think I said I was gonna tip the guy, like I wasn't gonna. No, give you him literally, a big tip. you literally said, "Fuck it, I'll give him like ten dollars." This was like a four hundred dollar dinner. He's going to give him, like, $10. And me and my buddy were just like, no, you're going to tip him at least 15 to 20%. Yeah. this is Because that, that's the thing, Sean. The thing is, it's guys like you. Someone because you've I never tip great. The thing is, Sean, I tip great, no, Tony. But I tip great. We've talked about this before. You've never had a real job. You've always lived in this, in this, in these rich people jobs where money is fugazi, fugazi. Like you're just like you've lived where. But like, you know what's sad? That's why he's gonna probably be rich. Yeah. Because it's just subconscious. It's it, gonna come to you. Yeah. No, but I, I'm just I saying. Think, but it's assholes. I do think I'm a victim. But it's like assholes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I work so fucking hard. And why these don't, poor fucks why don't, sit on their ass in Tajikistan. <laughs> no, I want to. Hey. How about you should have been born in America? Wake up. You'd be the guy. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You're my waiter. You're my waiter. How you doing, sir? Uh, The specials on the menu today are the um, sirloin. And um, we also have a a nice red for you today. Um, What can I I get you? Um, Do you you know who I am? I apologize, sir. I, I, I don't. Interesting. You just lost yourself two percent off your tip. Um. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'll just get. I'll get the steak. The steak. Okay. Yeah. Um. How would you like that? <laughs> how would I like it? Look at me. Rare. Rare. I Got like, it. I like my. I want my. I want my meat to feel like I killed it. Then I'm biting into the animal like I'm a lion, because I'm a beast. <laughs> you know. You know what I do? What? I I invented an app. I invented an app to help find dogs love. It's an wow, app. That's awesome. Are you signed up with the app? No, what's it called? It's called Woof. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, so just a steak or for the lady? Don't Did you just try to speak to my wife? Peasant? I apologize. Peasant, sir. look at me. Anything? Don't look at me. Your eyes are sad. They're filled with poorness and sadness. I don't want close your eyes. Yes, sir. Just remember this. You're nothing. You could die tomorrow and the world wouldn't remember you. But me, the creator of Woof! <laughs> people need people like me because we're, we're changing the game. Yes, sir. Cry. I'm sorry, sir. I, I don't have no, I have no tears left to cry. <laughs> 
Hey. So just to stay? Hey, look at me. I hate you. And I'm going to make sure that you stay poor the rest of your life. What do you drive? Honda Civic. What's the license plate? 8429306 4 Chauncey burn it up looks like you don't have a car looks like you're going to have to walk home tonight here's a gun for next time when you feel sad thank you sir <laughs> so just a steak <laughs> Yeah, just a steak. Thank you. Rare steak? Yeah. No wine? Bring the wine. Excellent, sir. <laughs> I'll be right back. Thanks for coming. <laughs> See, not that fucking hard to be a waiter, you fucking pussies. And that was actually, uh, I actually, that's why I slept in today, because last night I found the transcript. That's how uh, James Corden talked to that, <laughs> <laughs> that waiter that got him like banned from that restaurant. <laughs> First, I want. First thing I want you to do, I want you to suck my dick. <laughs> I love that that he got in trouble for that. I love it too. I love it so much because he's, he's like the happy guy, James Gordon. Oh my god, we're in a taxi, and then it turns out when he goes to restaurants, celebrate he, good he, times. <laughs> come on, he goes, Stevie Wonder. Could you sing to my wife? And he's crying. <laughs> and then they, behind the scenes, they stop at McDonald's. We want fries! <laughs> These fries! How long have they been sitting there? <laughs> These are old fries! And Stevie, You know who I am? I'm James Corden! And Stevie's just like, James, just fucking calm down, man. He's like, he's just like I can't I see. Can't, I can't see. He goes, hey, man, it's not that bad. And he goes, that's why you're blind. You don't give a shit! <laughs> Can you even taste? Can you even? What can you even do? You have no taste. It's just silly, dude. James Corden apparently is just Corden. a bad man. Yeah. Have you ever seen him uh, uh, yell at um, what's his name, the guy from Star Trek? Oh, Sir Patrick Stewart. Yeah. They got oh a little yeah. Tiff. That yeah. was like a decade ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's funny. It's him, Alan. It's. I mean, dude. I think power really gets to your head. No, it's also. I think it's that. Uh, but Jimmy Fallon, I hear, is a good guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, James Corden is just a classic, like, British asshole that, like, just turns it on for the camera. Like, yeah. before the before the camera start rolling, he's just like, who have you guys Where, met? Where's my fucking... Um, one time, uh, I met well, my what? dad. That was cool. No, like, who, who, who have you met who's, like, an asshole? A celebrity? Yeah, a celebrity. Um... I would say I've talked shit about him once before. I uh, he was fine to me. Not uh, our relationship didn't end great, but like how he treated fans. Jeremy Piven, mm. he's kind of an asshole to fans. From The Bachelor, no, from Entourage and uh, stuff. Yeah, like I would witness some meet and greets after shows where these people would pay like seventy five bucks to get a picture with him, and half the time he'd just be on his phone. Like literally, they're standing next to him, like like tearing up because they're meeting like their idol. And like a guy that probably helped him get through stuff, and uh, he just go, "Oh fuck, cool man." Also, though, on and the then he would look up for the picture like this, and then he'd go back to his phone, and uh, and then they would come up to me, and they'd be like, "This is the picture he took with us," and that was very like disheartening, and I knew you're not a good guy. But Tony, on the flip side, 
if if Jeremy Piven and the Entourage helped you get through stuff, then you know you're a miserable sack of shit. <laughs> I mean, Jeez. truly, it's a good show. Never seen it actually. I just assume See, it's really. This bad. is what you do. This is what you do. You're I know gonna, of it. You're though. gonna have a take about Wakanda Forever when it comes out, and it's and then people are gonna be like, yeah, but what about this scene? And then you're gonna be like, oh, I've actually, that actually sounds really good. I've, that actually, <laughs> wow, they talk about the, they deal with those topics in these films. Oh, I've never seen that. I have. I, you, have a, I already have a problem with it. Hmm. I feel like they're trying to pit uh, Mexicans and black people against each other. Really? Yeah. So what? What do you say? Because the Namor guys, he's obviously he looks like Aztec Mexican, so I think they're trying to get a, a race war between Mexicans and blacks, and I don't like it. Well, good. That's <laughs> a fucking take. Thank you, Josh. Have you seen the movie? No, I've. It seen hasn't it. even come out. Exactly. <laughs> but I've read the comics, and I know this is media, baby. Who gives a shit? Namor's whatever his name's supposed to be is. I don't is know. I never. I never thought. No, I thought he in. I thought he was gonna come out as the first like. Well. Openly gay in DC or something like that, and nope. Is DC wait? Was Wakanda Forever DC? No, it's Marvel. Okay. Oh no, I'm sorry, uh, Marvel. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Look, what were we talking about before Marvel? We're talking about I bad celebrities. So Have you met a bad celebrity? Mm, I've met so many. Um, <laughs> one time, um, oh yeah, uh, I have actually. Um, this was in ninth grade. Um, I went to go see um, Tame Impala. Yeah. You know Kevin Parker from yeah. Tame Impala. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, this was it. I was like going to. Uh, uh, I saw him at the UC Berkeley Theater. Mm-hmm. Right. Everyone's on acid. I'm not. But um, and uh, sorry, I got ag- agitated because this is such a hard story for me to tell. <laughs> um. I get there, right? He's playing some music. Uh-huh. And I want to meet him. Mm-hmm. And um, I never got to meet him. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that was just, that was it. I, I, I hated him from that moment forward. Oh, yeah. Dude, he has that. I went, Kevin, Kevin. I was like, Mr. Impala. He's, Mr. Impala. You're in the very back. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Impala. Please sign my album. <laughs> He actually has a shooting range in his closet, <laughs> and it's just a picture of Kevin Parker from Tame and Paula, and he just goes, "You want to meet me now, Kevin?" <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I haven't really. I haven't really met many celebrities, actually. I've met a. Yeah, it just remember Vinny Del Negro from the Spurs. Yeah, piece of shit. Yeah, I hate what Vinny do you Del do? Negro. I didn't. I was waiting for Sean Elliott. To come out, this is like 1997. Mm-hmm. Good year. San Antonio Spurs? San Antonio Spurs. Did you have like box was, seats? Was Ro- Robinson oh. was still playing, right? Robinson yeah. was still playing. This was at the Alamo Dome. Alamo the way they Dome. would do it yeah, yeah. is they split it up. And then the other side, you can do like dunking and stuff like shoot around. So I was over there on that side all the time. Yeah. But anyway, Vino Del Negro signs. I'm waiting for Sean Elliott. Comes out, signs an autograph for my cousin, who's 15, by the way, a girl. And then in my face goes, no more autographs. Whoa! Like right here. Doesn't look at me. Just puts his hand in my face. No more autographs. And keeps walking. Mm. And I was like, "Bitch! Like fucking! I I wasn't even waiting for you. And you're gonna. He could have said no more autographs. I've been fine. But he sh- put his hand right here and goes, "No more autographs." That's yeah, my, it's, it's dude, the way no, it's, I'm like nine. No, that's like my thing is like because I saw a thing of uh, Billy Joel Armstrong where he's like getting out of the airport. And he's signing autographs for people, and the lady just goes, "Hey, can I get a selfie?" And he get he goes, "Sorry, I don't." I don't do pictures. 
But it was like him just going like, hey, sorry, I don't do pictures because he knows if she gets a picture, it's going to be 100 yeah. more pictures. But it was just the tone. It was just like, hey, sorry, don't do pictures. And my thing is with, like, my story was it was that these people paid money. And my for, the, thing, for the meet and greet? Yeah. So my thing is like, yeah. hey, they paid money. Give them. The comedy club keeps it going fast. Give them two minutes. Give them 60 seconds. Act like you give a shit. I get it maybe on the street. If you're on the street, you're having a bad day. You you know, maybe you fuck up a little bit. That's different. But if I'm paying you a check, fucking act like you're happy to see me. Mm. Same thing with kind of like that. Where it's just like, if you would have just been like, hey, man, sorry. No more autographs. Like you said, you'd have been fine. Yeah. He wasn't even that good. Yeah, no. I mean, I think it. Uh, isn't he can, isn't what a he, shitty name. Yeah, for a white guy. <laughs> From Canada, right? Vinny. Yeah. No. Yeah. Vinny. <laughs> I think we were talking about the Del Negro part. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Vinny, Vinny the Negro. Yeah, that's, <laughs> is that the guy you're talking about? <laughs> Hate that guy. No, no, it's Vinny Del Negro. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, real asshole. Well, imagine if he played basketball. In like the forties, <laughs> and like coach, we got this new player called Vinny Del Negro, and he just called, he goes Johnson. I told you, no, we're we never gonna let him on our team. And then they're like, sir, you gotta see him play. No, never. And then they don't sign him. He's on the other team, and they're like, sir, that was Vinny Del Negro. And he goes, wait, he's white? why didn't you tell me? <laughs> but he's <laughs> Italian white, so it's different in the forties. <laughs> There's a funny <laughs> dude. Look up. You can look up the scene. It's from uh, the Elvis movie. It's it's just go Elvis movie. He's white. Oh yeah, I remember. It's so funny. Where uh, we'll just yeah we'll watch the scene real quick. Where Elvis's manager. Oh yeah, watch this scene. Hold on. Oh shit. The I got to plug the audio in. Okay. Oh sorry. Here we'll just act it out. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm Elvis. Yeah, I'm a hound dog. Yeah, you know I'm a hound dog. Yeah, I don't. Is that the guy that played Elvis? It shows no. the Wait, oh, can you can you guys hear it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't hear it. All right. Oh yeah. Fine. Okay. okay let me start play from, from the beginning. beginning. Scene from the movie Elvis. Elvis. <laughs> yeah, where it was like this Elvis was popping off. Uh huh. And uh yeah, Elvis was popping off and they're like, Oh, we, he's like looking for a new act to sign. Like, we can't sign this boy and then he goes, But he he's white. He goes, He's white <laughs> Oh, he's white. <laughs> Wait a minute. Black music packaged in a way that I can Appreciate despite my bigotry. Despite <laughs> my bigotry, also yeah, it was all yeah. Also, it, they hated Elvis. Who? The record labels? Just uh, police and so he got arrested a lot. Why? Because uh, he 
he would cause like women to scream and like he would dance inappropriately. Mm. Yeah, he'd yeah. shake his hips, and then women would. It's literally like you would see concerts of like women for the first time just like yelling, like ah, like. Why would that get him arrested? Because back then they didn't want women to act like that. They thought it was slutty behavior. It was inappropriate. Wait, honey, you're yelling at another man dancing. What are people gonna think? He was a playboy, dude. Yeah, the the, the problem though with this is they're uh, like fourteen, so <laughs> <laughs> it's a big. Put problem. him in jail, then. <laughs> Fucking put that asshole in jail. What, what is this one? That's click, gross. Click the thing. Click the, yeah. No, on this picture that you have up on the right. Uh huh. Click the yeah. I want to see what the title says. Hey, the king. The king's troubling obsession. Elvis could have any woman. So why is he only able to form relationships with virginal girls? Well, hey, because he's a fucking sick fuck. That's <laughs> why he's a sick fuck. Maybe it was a different time back then. Yeah, when when they let you guys do that. Or hear you me sick out, fuck. Or hear me out. Maybe he was Christ. And he was testing him. No, he was the he Antichrist. Was, no, he's Christ, and he was testing him. And then when the girls gave up their virginity, not married, he looked at him, spit on him, and says, "You're going, you're going to hell, dog. <laughs> you're a little little slut." Go ahead and read that. He was fascinated with the idea of real young teenage girls," said Lamar Fike, a former. Also, that's a bad last name. Uh, one letter away from being a very bad name. A former member what, of bike? Yeah. A former member of his entourage. It scared the hell out of all of us. Damn. He continued, because we would have all lost a ton of money on it, the record deals. That's mm -hmm. bad if even like a roadie's just like, come on, man. Come, come on, man. man. She, she can't even do algebra. She, she, <laughs> come, on, come on, man. man. She's like my daughter's age. Come on, man. Wait. Dude. Fourteen among the first was Jackie Rowland, fourteen mother Margaret. Took her to see Presley in concert in Jacksonville, Florida in 1956. They were thrilled to be invited backstage, but uh, Margaret became concerned when Presley took Jackie off to a side room. A few minutes later, she opened the door to find Presley teaching her daughter to kiss in a grown-up way. Unabashed, she asked Margaret if he could take Jackie to a bar, promising to take good care of her, but she had seen enough. No, sir, she told Presley. My little girl is underage, and she's coming home with me. Jesus, dude, yeah, dude. It's that the crazy thing is, uh, I don't know if we talked about this on this podcast or not. Did we ever talk about like the Nickelodeon Dan Schneider thing? Yeah, yeah, we covered that. But it's kind of like yeah. the same thing. At least this yeah. mom witnessed it, and she like said no. And like some of these like show parents would have been like, "Honey, kiss better." You got you got the eye of El Elvis' eye. <laughs> it's like a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Yeah. It's the eye of Elvis. <laughs> you got to keep that. Anyway, I just, dude, I get the, I mean, it's just, you know. He put, it's great. This is one of them. She was, she was 13. She began hanging around the gates of Presley's home. Uh, he didn't pay any attention to me, but when I was 14, he noticed me. 14 was a magical age with Elvis. <laughs> Jesus. That's, that's that when he met be... his wife when she was 14. Oh, oh yeah. wow. Dude, yeah, that yeah. would be funny, though. That would be funny. She's out there. She's like, Elvis, Elvis at 13. And he just goes, now get. 
Come back when you're a real woman in two and a half let months. Me see your, <laughs> let me see your ID. Two, one, two, three, four, five, thir- thir- thirteen. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> and, then, and then at fourteen, he goes, "You're perfect." <laughs> and then she turns sixteen, and he goes, "Get out of here! You get out, you old hag, you old bag." <laughs> Elvis, where are you going? I'm going to the middle school. <laughs> I'm gonna go get high with some fourteen-year-olds. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. A so of- all this shit happens, all this disgusting, immoral shit happens, and you guys make fun of me for going to Tajikistan. <laughs> a moral, a moral country, yeah. a country with proper morals and discipline, yeah. and a solid tax code. The line in Saudi Arabia. Have you seen this? Oh yeah, yeah I have seen this. Um, What's this? So Saudi Arabia is—they're uh, building like an indoor fucking city. It's—it's uh, it's gonna be like the coolest. I'm gonna go. 170 kilometers. Um, it's just a straight line. 200 meters wide. It's just a massive indoor fucking city. In the middle of the desert, dude. And it's going to be like, it's just going to be like the most elite, um, evil, it's going to be like the most evil city in the world. How are you going to be able to drive in that? You don't drive. You don't drive. No, Uh, it's all, it's all inclusive. Oh, it's like rail. It's all rail. It's all, it's everything, everything futuristic. That's what it, that's what they want it to be. It it'll probably be built and look like shit though. It's going to look like the malls of America. Like (laughs) it's But no, that's where all this oil money is going, is to build this one city. Oh, that's probably for, like, when... Also, they're building, like, the walls up, and it's probably going to be, like, strong, like, gate. This is probably so... Because they know global warming's happening, people are running out of water and all this shit. This is where they can go when shit's just burning and getting fucked up. And yeah, it's sustainable. Just, they can just lock themselves in there. I, I mean, that's... I, I think that's one factor. I think the other factor is, you know, after... um. You know, the whole Jamal Khashoggi debacle. Yeah. I think this is actually just a really convenient place to kill journalists in private. Hmm. Yeah. You know? Well, I, I, I they sold $500 billion worth of American, tre- like, uh, treasury. Jesus. Yeah, they sold it, like, and, in, in bonds to yeah, finance bonds, it. Yeah, 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 to finance this. So they're selling all... As the dollar gets stronger, they keep selling it, and this is where they're investing their money in. Yeah, no, I mean, I have a couple. Like, I think it's going to do pretty well. It remind, this reminds me of, like, the movie Elysium. Mm-hmm. Where it's like they have like the secret society, and everybody else is just like a grunt worker. This reminds me of Elysium, the shitty beer that sucks, that <laughs> looks cool. All right. Did you? Uh, we should talk about this. Did you go? Did you do anything fun for Halloween? Um, I did. Yeah. I was at a a show, and uh, the man. Uh, it was a mic, and uh, a man said that. Is how he had a son that did drugs, and he was he had a twenty six year old son that did drugs. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I did drugs when I was eighteen, but then I got out of it. Sounds like your son is not in a phase. Sounds like you're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> and then I got. Out, I said, thank you guys. Happy Halloween. <laughs> I actually had that realization this week. What? I've been doing too much drugs lately, so I'm kind of just pulling back. Uh huh. No, really. You I want, I know. No, sorry. no, no, no. <laughs> eh, it's marijuana. No, but seriously, like on other a, than weed. Yeah, even drinking. Like, cause weed calms me down. We'd actually kind of like at the end of the night. I, I try not to do it too much during the day, but like at the end of the night. But like, yeah, dude. Okay, I on weed. I I shit on weed a lot, but like, let's look at like people. People are like, oh, like, if you do weed, you're, you're not gonna be, dude. You're not gonna be successful. People. 
they get high as fuck every day of their life, and they're fucking ballers. But that's not me. I know me. When I'm on weed, I get it's for me. Weed is more. Oh, right. Before, they also have a huge tolerance. Yeah, yeah. But for me, like weed is like I've been doing it like before a set. I have this like very weak vape pen. It's not that strong. Where I take a, a small little hit before a set that just calms me down. And that's yeah. helped just to be more like relaxed on stage. And also I'll do like I'll hit a bowl before bed. But like just other drugs, I think amphetamines I've been abusing and like just Molly and stuff. And uh no, abusing's a strong not I, mean, ab- I don't know. Uh, no, I've uh, there yeah, I think I have. Personally. Well, or beyond whatever you think you're that's my thing. Where it was like Whatever one of those things, where it was one of those things where it was becoming like, if I continue this, it's not going to just be a hobby; it's going to be a habit. So, yeah, it's crazy. This city, dude. This city is it's a party city. Yeah, I it's just thought like, of, I thought of the store. It is like a party city. <laughs> it's not. It's not like a fun party city. It's like the store party city. It is you exactly. Walk in, you walk in and you as see an the employee. Cashier. And you're like, I'm 40, and I still work at Party City. <laughs> they don't. Even, people don't even shop here anymore. They go to Spirit Halloween. Yeah, it's a failing business. It's failing. Yeah. No, dude. I mean, well, good. On, I mean, whatever, man. Good on you. It's cool. You know. I mean, I just again, think it's drugs just, are. It's just. Uh, it's this weird thing, though. It's like I. It's this weird position I think people have, like, because like my thing is I still think dr- the drug should be le- legal. I. It's weird that some of these people have this. This position where they party in their twenties and their thirties and have a good time, and then they sober up, and then they're just like, no one else should get to feel the fun I felt. Oh yeah, like the, uh, what do you mean, like people that like uh, are sober up and then like hate drugs? Yeah, there's a comic, there's like a a comic I work with sometimes, and after a set, I'll have <clears> after <throat> the week the shows are done. I, I so I go on my last show, I go up with a vodka soda, I have my first sip of alcohol. Halfway through my set, which is not, you know what I mean? It's like I can't get drunk off of two sips of vodka soda. So then once the shows are done, I'm drinking and then I'll have one mixed drink and then a shot, you know, cheers to the good night. And he just goes, man, fucking, fucking, (laughs) it's going to lead you down to a dark road, man. I I used to drink Jaeger. When I drank Jaeger, I fucking would fucking beat my meat, then go to the truck stop, suck off three truckers to make more money to get some meth. And then I'd take that meth and I would not smoke all of it, but I would sell some. Go to the casino, lose all that money. I wouldn't be able to pay rent. So then I would have to go back to the truck stop, suck off some more boys. <laughs> and then I would go try to pay my rent, but then I would get distracted by meth. <laughs> and then I would run out of meth. And I'm like, I, I, I'm going to be fine. It and that, like that was at the end of your Jeremy Piven weekend. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> damn. God damn. God, God. A list celebrities in this city have no chance with us. <laughs> no. But yeah. Dude, I mean, it's, 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 uh, I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things where it, it literally, it's, I mean, especially alcoholism is so pernicious and it's so cumulative. And you don't see it. It's it's I'll the whole. It's the classic thing where you're like, "Oh man, this is a problem." You I'll, don't. You do it until something horrible happens, and you're like, "Whoa!" But alcohol has never really been an issue for me because I think when I grew up in Germany, you do start drinking at a young age, so it's like almost like at a young age you learn your limit fast. Where it would be like a party, like my grandparents' birthday party, and I would be like, "I want another beer," and they're like, "You sure?" 
And then you'd be like, yeah. Are you I sure, Tony? Beer. And then you drink three or four or five beers. And as a kid, that makes you sick. And then you're throwing up. And then your grandparents are like, man, you should only had one or two. It was fun at one or two. And now you feel bad. Mm-hmm. So I think you, at a young age in Germany, you're around like your, your parents. And then you, you almost get too drunk. Yeah. And so by the time I was like in college and stuff, unless it was like a party party and we Ubered there, like, oh, tonight I'm going to get drunk. I don't have an issue. I can have a drink and be like, oh, that was good. No, but, you know, even in America, like, I remember when I was nine once, I pounded them down and had a bunch of drinks. For me, got, it's, got on my trike. For me, it's amphetamines. I love it. got an accident. Hit a, hit a guy Head with on. my trike. I hit a kid with my trike. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, th- this is not necessarily because, like, my, my uh, wife growing up, whenever they had family parties, she's like seven years old, and they'd give her and her cousin a wine cooler to share. Yeah, and she had a horrible drinking problem for a long time. So yeah. just because you drink younger, but I think it was also though. I think maybe I just it was said just my wife has a drink. She doesn't have a drink problem. <laughs> she was just crazy in college. Yeah. That's all. That's no, but I think it was also my thing. It's like I don't know, where it's like I was around like my grandparents, where they almost like let me over drink, and then. Like, my grandpa had a role. If you get drunk in this house, you have to be at the breakfast table at 7 a.m. And he would make eggs extra loud that morning. He would, like... And runny. Oh, dude. He would just start, like, fucking hitting pots and pans. He'd be like, oh, like, doing dishes and just clank extra loud. And See, Tony, that, that rule wouldn't work for me because at 6.30 a.m., I'd still be drinking looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> just like, where's the eggs? Bitch. <laughs> just, just sipping on a fucking rum and coke. <laughs> a rum and coke, not even like yeah. a whiskey. No, just rum Next and Next to the fireplace. <laughs> Smoking <laughs> another <laughs> egg. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> You know, the fucking problem is with you. You should have died back in the war. <laughs> That's what you should have did in Dopa. You should be you should be dead. You know where I'm going, Grandpa Tajikistan. <laughs> I'm leaving your ass behind. And I hope you enjoy your fucking taxed eggs here, because my <laughs> eggs my eggs are gonna be untaxed. I'm gonna have I'm a, gonna grow I'm my gonna, own eggs. I'm gonna have employees that make twelve dollars a month, and they're gonna make my eggs quiet. And they'll love it. And they'll love it. And they love me. They love me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be man. I'm gonna be man. Have you guys ever told off any of your your family? Oh yeah, oh yeah. One time. <laughs> look, like I said, I didn't choose to be born in Silicon Valley. <laughs> I, I I got home once. It was like I was in high school, and actually, this is one of the few. Like I had a, I was like, this was my my rebel phase, right? Like I had a leather jacket. <laughs> I had a, a red leather jacket. I was walking around, um, and I was hanging out with uh, this, uh, you know, a few of my friends from high school, right? Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, we were at, like, a drive-in movie theater, and uh, it was fine. It was fine. We had a good night. I was out a little bit late. I was out till like, 2 a.m., uh, and uh, my dad's blowing up my phone, right? Blowing up my phone. I'm blowing him off. I'm like, That's, I'm not, because this is after I got, like, busted for drugs. So I'm blowing him, you know, he's like, are you getting high? And I'm like, just ignoring him. I finally get home. It's the class. He's waiting up in the living room watching Fox News. <laughs> oh, that's the scariest. I get home and he's Tucker Carlson's going, the Democrats are ruining this country. And I get home and I'm totally sober. I, I, I wasn't doing drugs at that point. Yeah. Anymore. I get home, but I like, um, 
uh, it's like 2.30 a.m. and I get home. And he's like, where were you? And I was like, I was at a movie theater, dad, drive, drive in movie theater with some friends. And he's like, are you on fucking coke? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I didn't do coke. I'm on, I don't, I've never done coke. And I still have never done coke. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, well, you're getting really aggressive. It seems like you're on coke or something. And I'm like, I'm not on coke. And, uh, <laughs> and then he was like, all right. And I went to bed. And then you pull and out a gun. <laughs> your dad's just asking you for yeah. coke. <laughs> no. He, and that was the no, first night I ever goes, did coke. Are you on coke? And you're like, I'm not on coke. <laughs> and then you pull out a baggie out of your fucking shirt, and, and it's a kilo. <laughs> and he goes, rule number one, dad. <laughs> you never do your own fucking product. <laughs> he go, and then you pull out a knife. Have some. <laughs> <laughs> Pure Colombian, <laughs> Dad. That bump, that bump, you owe me fifteen dollars, pops. That was fifteen. Fuck, fuck face. <laughs> hey, fuck face. I know I'm sixteen, but guess what? That means Elvis would want to fuck me. <laughs> I'm actually a wanted man. <laughs> if I had long hair and not a fully grown chest, Elvis would want to have sex with me, Dad. Think about that, old man. <laughs> think about that. Just like coked out, like Elvis would want to fuck me, huh? You think I'm on coke? I'm not. <laughs> Elvis would have fucked me. Would a cokehead say that, Dad? <laughs> he's, wa he's watching Tucker Carlson. I'm like, oh yeah, you like Tucker Carlson? Guess what? You want to know who his coke dealer is? Right fucking here. Yeah. You want to meet him? I can get you his number. You want know, to call him right now, Tucker baby? <laughs> My dad's here. No, yeah. So I've I've told off, you know. But ever, could you imagine this guy on coke? No, your your ego would be insane. Oh, dude. No, I don't. The thing is, Sean, I don't, I don't Sean, have this an would ego. Be Sean on coke. Oh, it's the biggest ego thing to say. This would be. Sean. I killed my ego. This would be Sean on coke. Yeah. Ah! I'm the greatest comic alive. Fuck this. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. You're American boring. <laughs> Tajikistanian. That's the race to be. That's the nationalist to be. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I just, I become he like. Goes, goes, <laughs> Fucking, what's the oil at? What's the stock market at? <laughs> Should I buy? Should wow, I? you're selling me on coke. Yeah. You're really selling coke right now. Dude, you would be you would the thing is don't do coke cuz you love you would love it. I know know you would just based off your coffee addiction. Yeah. Cuz next to his desk, he has a uh espresso machine with just em empty espresso like the uh, pods. Pods yeah. all around it. Let's be let's you're, you missed a very important detail, Tony. Yeah. It's a luxury espresso machine. <laughs> no, you okay. would love it. You would wake up every morning and you'd just be like, Jim Marco, baby! <laughs> your, your clips are blowing up. <laughs> I got clips on clips on clips. I got clips on clips on clips. <laughs> We're going to entertain them, the public, the masses. They want us. You would. It would be scary living with you, though. Cause you would come out into the living room and I'm just sitting there, you know, eating my little fucking French bread pizza or whatever. And you're like, what are you watching? And you look over and it's Marvel. Marvel, huh? <laughs> fucking idiot. Yeah. Why don't you watch something good like Taxi Driver or Breaking Bad for a ninth <laughs> time? Huh? Like a real man. <laughs> and then you, you fucking show your chest and there's like four hairs like a real man. <laughs> actually, I have a very hairy chest, actually. I have an incredibly hairy chest. Man, I no, I think if I did coke, I, I would come out to the living room 
be like, Tony, we're born alone and we die alone. You don't think about that on Coke. Really? That's the thing. It's the best drug and it's the worst drug ever. Because it just makes you so, you're just like, oh, let's go, let's go. And then the come down is terrible. Well, the point is you do it, you do it so much that you never have to come down. Exactly. But then you start. It's above. undeserved confidence in a powder. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like coffee? Is it different? No. Okay. It's How like coffee, you... but like 30, 40, well, bit, like 100x. You guys have had a lot of coffee. Like, have you ever had like six shots of espresso in, at one time? <laughs> have you, Josh? No, I've taken Adderall. Okay, it's it's no, it, I haven't. It's Adderall times like fifty. Yeah, Adderall synthesized into twenty minutes. And no, I would never do that because I would immediately shit myself. Oh, I, I, my shits are horrible. Yeah, yeah, my shits are just like our espresso. That's just it's actual like I drink it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, when dark roast. When I shit. <laughs> When I shit, it's not poop. It's fart. It's just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're the machine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what if? What if that's your? You had to get a second job, so you just applied to Starbucks and you became the espresso machine. It's just you squatted on the on the little fucking counter. I'm like one espresso, please. And then Sean's like, God damn it. And then they just, uh. they just push your nose. <laughs> and you're like. Uh, uh. Oh shit, it's actually a double. Uh. <laughs> Is she okay with corn? Uh, <laughs> There's blood in mine. <laughs> Drink it. It's extra potassium. We're a smart podcast. I, I stop stopping this now. <laughs> we are not raunchy. There's too many raunchy podcasts. <laughs> you ever fuck a bitch and she's got a <laughs> pussy? <laughs> fuck you, you unoriginal asshole. You fucking fuck. You ever fuck a bitch and she's got it's a pussy? So, that's every podcast. The thing is, every podcast Sean, when they riff, they're just like, and I'll be fucking a bitch and just, she has a pussy and she'll Sean, be coming. That's why they have a. That's why they have <laughs> more listeners. You know how relatable that is. Yeah. Hey, all the bitch, what? hey, all the bitches uh, I fucked have had pussies. <laughs> I want to listen to that podcast now. You guys ever fucking a bitch? She's got a pussy. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. It's like our you... podcast is so much smarter. <laughs> <laughs> our podcast is so much smarter. It is talking about Tajikistan and Look. talking about yelling at our fathers. If... If there's one thing I want people to take away from this, <laughs> it's that you are being, you're, you are, there are, is that, and not in an anti-Semitic way. <laughs> what? what? Not in an anti-Semitic way at mean? all. What do you mean? But there are about 300 men that run the world, and they do not want you to choose your sovereignty. They want you to have, you are, you know, this is, okay, I'd be really careful here. You, fuck. Okay. I don't know. I don't even know if I should say it. I don't even know if I would. Now you gotta it. say it. You gotta say it. The people. The people need to be informed. Sean. Okay. It's so, not that bad of it. No, Sean. You withholding information is you withholding the, the working class man back. You're right. You're actually right about in that. In a way, Sean. In a way. Maybe. Uh, I've been having this feeling for a while now. I I felt. Like, I know my place in this podcast. My place in this podcast isn't to help grow my career, isn't to help, you know, 
grow like views, get money, help Josh out. You know, maybe we could like one day build like a nice huge studio with maybe start creating TV shows. That's I thought that was it, but I had the realization on cocaine <laughs> that actually this podcast is to help get your voice heard. <laughs> <laughs> to make the world a better place. And that is why I just stopped doing cocaine. Because <laughs> I had that thought. Well, I'm glad you're not off drugs. That's good. So what about the Jews? Okay. Um, there's you know how... There's 300 of them, and they must be I'll stopped. Say, <laughs> no, you know how you can't... Um, you're, you're born... You don't choose your race. Yeah. It's not that controversial. You don't choose your race when you're born. Don't choose your you, religion. you don't... You can choose your religion. Not when you're born. You're kind of you're, indoctr- you're kind of stuck in it for the first eighteen years. But it's something you, it's a, it's it's something you can change. Uh, but it's tough because a lot of as someone who's like grew up religious, the idea of telling your family like, oh, I want to maybe change religions or just get out of it. It's almost it's not as extreme as Scientology, where it's almost the church tells you, hey, you you gotta. Uh, kind of divorce your family uh-huh it's more of a mental divorce where yeah i've had like no, strenu- that- st- dude catholic growing up catholic telling my family i'm not catholic there are moments where like the relationship gets strenuous dude i mean that's that's funny because my experience was like so different because when i told my mom i was an atheist i was like not only am i an atheist mom you're an atheist what'd she you're- say i was no I, I told her i was like i was like i'm i was a militant atheist i was like i'm an there is like there I don't there's no God and you're lot you're living How a lie. Are you? Like in eighth grade. <laughs> I sat I sat I sat down with my mom. I said What movie did you see? There is no God. I watched The Amazing Atheist on YouTube. Really? You guys know that channel? Yeah. He's not I don't know if he's around anymore. He might be a little anti Semitic. So you, you sat down your mom and said No, I watched The Amazing Atheist. Uh he's not on this guy is like I don't know if you've ever watched this stuff. This but guy. this guy, dude, this guy revel. Um, not this guy. It's like the, the 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 guy with the beard, the fat guy with the beard. Okay, so but you anyway, sat your mom down and said, "I woke YouTube woke me up to religion." Yeah, and I don't like. Yeah, this guy watched this guy. Remember this guy yeah. on no. YouTube? Uh-uh. Remember him, Tony? I don't remember. He was huge on YouTube, bro, and he would talk about. I was Catholic at the time, and yeah, I would, um. I think he my would fr- shit on the Bible and stuff. Anyway, yeah. So I, I told my mom that I was an atheist, and I was just, yeah, that was. Was, um, she, was she upset? She like couldn't accept it. Really? What'd she Re- say? Yeah. Same with my dad. What'd she say? Like, well, like, she's like, well, maybe there's something. Yeah. And I said, no. I've uh. There's nothing. There's nothing. I, look, I, look I, at my <laughs> eyes. Look at my eyes, mom. And, when we die. We're not going to be together. Hey, mom, how about we enjoy this moment now? That, that was when, my pitch. Because when we die, you're going to be gone. I'm never going to fucking see you again. And guess what? Yeah. I'm going to be fucking happy. <laughs> not the last part. Because I'm yeah. in too deep and I'm trying <laughs> to keep up above. How annoying. My God is Blink-182. That's why I, get now, I now get why your dad thinks you were on coke. Because if my son in the seventh or eighth grade just goes, hey, mom, <laughs> there's no God, I'd be like, my son's on drugs. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, I was, I was, I wasn't, yeah. I was on the drug of, of reality. Yeah. I, was, I got a hot dose of reality. 
You were indoctrinated straight, by a YouTuber. Straight to my veins. Yeah, I was reverse. And I was in, not even reverse. I was indoctrinated in the other way. I was like, so, Richard Dawkins was the guy for me. I love, dude, Richard Dawkins. I was actually thinking about this the other day. Have you seen the video where Richard, some guy asked Richard Dawkins, he goes, Richard Dawkins, I've I've been Christian my whole life, and I, I thoroughly believe, I 100% believe that Jesus Christ is going to come back to earth, and he's the truth and the Savior. And Richard Dawkins just goes, if you were born in India, you would have been Hindu. If you were born in China, you would have been Buddhist. If you were born in in Spain, you would have been Catholic. If you were born in Israel, you would have been Jewish. Your religion is geographic. And then this guy just just like, it's like shat. It was like he got sent to the shadow zone. Oh yeah. And you, or if, like you were, if you were born in like fucking t- ten, like five thousand BC, you would have believed in Hercules, right? And Zeus. You wouldn't. Christianity is a young religion mm-hmm. compared to Bill Maher. The religious documentary really did that for me too, where he just goes around the world interviewing like black Israelites, uh, Catholic priests, you know, uh, very orthodox Jews. Jews against the Holocaust. Like, he just interviews all these different sects of religion and just sees, like, the hypocrisy of how, oh, in our religion, gay people are fine. But then you go down the street, they're like, gay people are going to burn in hell. And But, you know... And what a lot of... Yeah, and like... Where it's like they all just make up... They just make up what they believe and what makes them feel better. Where it's like, if we just maybe focused on each other and treated everybody right. Because I, I, I made that pitch with our... My family was because <clears throat> our family fucking with our stepmom, sister, like it was always just yelling in the house, right? Yeah. Just always tension. That's what sucked growing up in my house was like there was when the whole family was home, you there was just something in the air. Right. You knew at any moment something could happen. There was something in the air that night. night. <laughs> my parents were screaming, Fernando. <laughs> it felt like that on repeat. <laughs> Fernando. No, but uh, and we would go to church. And I'm like, why do we have to go to church? And they would be like, my parents would be like, it's, you know, it's going to bring us together through God. And I was like. You know what would actually like bring us together is if on Sunday we went and like did an activity. Like, what yeah, if we I did would, like? How about IHOP? No, like, what if we did like a family activity, like go putt putt golfing or go, you know, have a conversation? Why are we going into this room that's boring, where we don't talk to each other? We're bored, so you're just getting mad at us because we're like just like rolling our eyes and not really paying attention. Why don't we actually go do something? Yeah, or you, you, it's like, yeah, your whole family, you go into the church and you just start hearing, oh, 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 Star Wars. That's like Catholic church. Jesus died for your sin. And if you like butt play, you're going to hell. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 uh, well, I was gonna, I, I've I've thought that like there's a lot of overlap between religion and race. It's all tribalism. Oh yeah. And no one, I think, like I mean, even like people that I know that they say they're religious, they're really agnostic, or a lot of people these days. And also, I don't like, yeah, believe what you want to believe. But I think a lot of like, no, I would say ninety nine percent of the the warmth that people feel from whatever their religion is, mm-hmm. it because. 
what you it's be from the people that they are that's from the community that they are surrounded by when they practice that religion it's like a fraternity like like i was i was in beta theta pi for two weeks and my brothers (laughs) they uh you know didn't like me they shunned me i get it (laughs) in beta theta pi (laughs) i got shunned from beta theta pi they kicked me out really no, why, I left. Why don't My you courses think they, were too, why don't, he- too hard. Why don't, why don't you think they liked you? Well, actually, uh, I was hanging out yeah. in uh, what? It was the frat party that sell it. It was the, um, the bid. No, no, no. What's You rush, you get a bid. And then after you accept the bid, well, you get a. What's it called? What's that party called? Initiation. It's just mm-hmm. initiation. It's just an excuse. Every, every like, step in the process for joining a frat is an excuse to drink. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it was the celebratory party where we're all in, and um, I wasn't talking to any women. I was kind of sitting there, and I just kind of talked with another guy the whole night. And we just talked about, like, I w- and then a few women I did what talk to. What did you guys to, talk about? Me and the guy, we talked about League of Legends, I think, <laughs> at this in this basement. Uh, and then the few women that I did talk to, I was really nervous. So I was just like, what classes are you taking? Every, every chick at this frat party... That was the one question that you couldn't ask as like an icebreaker. It's not that bad of an you know icebreaker. Why? You, you want to know why? Like these because people. because at a lot of these frat parties, a lot of underage girls go to. So they're like, don't even ask. Don't even ask what classes they're taking. Like we oh, had, it's like high schoolers. Dude, we had a frat when I was Ugh. at UNT get like shut down because like uh, Are you in a fraternity for two weeks at Texas State. Almost kind of same thing with like Sean, where it was like it's. Why am I paying money to hang out? Well, where are you? Uh, Theta Chi. And uh, my thing was, like, why am I paying money to hang out with these guys that I don't really, like, like? How much were y'all's to, uh, not tuition, but your dues? I think it's, like, uh, two grand a semester, two, Jesus. three grand a yeah. semester. Yeah, mine was 600 a quarter. And which then is... you got to live in the house, and it was, like, bunk beds. It's, like, why would I do that if I could just get, like, a... $45. For what? A for, semester. For your frat? Yeah. Was it like a professional frat? <laughs> yeah, we were in we were in the <laughs> the we were in that was it uh the main one because there's like Mexican fraternity like they have their own oh yeah whatever. the cult- cultural fraternity yeah right? we didn't do that we did the one where all the white fraternities yeah because if you don't then you don't get you don't any, get access to you anything, don't get access right? to shit so we were we were in that but we were like ninety percent Mexican. Oh, that's and cool. yeah, 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 but it was yeah. We didn't have a house. We didn't have any of that. It was forty five. That's bucks. why. That's why. But like my thing was like, <clears throat> I actually helped co fund a frat at UNT. Really? Yeah. Co found? Yeah, co found. Really? Frat. Yeah, yeah. Because they needed a senior. They needed a senior to like. Did so they pay you to do it? No, they. they was s- it your friends? That just apparently, wanted- I don't. I haven't. I don't know if it's still up. But for like a year, my picture was in like the living room. I never went to any she of the started. meetings. It was a, a a young. It was like a a freshman or a sophomore in the film department. Good kid. What was yeah. the fraternity called? Uh, that fraternity. Lambda. Pike. Unt. <laughs> Lambda. It's just I think land Lambda, land acknowledgement. Maybe pa- Lambda Gamma Al- Gamma Alpha. Wow, I'm. I didn't know I was. I didn't know I was sitting here with the president no, of a no, fraternity. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, I founded at UNT twenty four. 
13, maybe. That could be it. <laughs> what if it's like an Asian frat? Like, what? <laughs> You're in a sorority? No. No. <laughs> no. no. no this is a mixed one. Oh. No, that's not it. Uh, no, that's go down real quick. You want to keep down there? I think that might be it. Go up real quick. Which, yeah. No, that was. Go down. Look for one that. Like, Wait, was can founded. we read some of these quotes? These quotes are funny. All right. Uh, Delta Phi Omega Sorority Inc. Why are you an Inc? Okay. Motto. We dreamt. We saw, we conquered. Conquering. All right. All right, uh, ladies. Go down. <laughs> Just kidding. We can. Oh, it might have been Delta. It might be that one. The one in Brotherhood Lies Our Strength. Kappa Delta. It was weird because it was a mixed. Maybe mi Blue it Silver. It was, was a, it a military frat? No, no, no. Because it was a mixed. It was a mixed frat and sorority. It was like. Oh, co-ed. Yeah. Lambda Thigh. Not 98. Not 2008. I like how they have to say that. Like, no, we'll take it. I think it was the one like that was started in 2014. Up, go up. I think it was because maybe they didn't get on like. That's mine. Oh, really? Yeah. Omega Delta V. Yeah. What is it? OD5. It grows as it goes. Oh, that's nice. It grows as it goes. Is that the cocks of the, <laughs> the, the front yeah, ass cocks? it grows as it goes, guys. Yeah, you know, baby. No, baby. It's, it, it's it grows as it goes, bro. That's our motto. It grows as it grows, babe. Now go up You're just one. not turning me on hard enough. Go up one more. <laughs> go up one more. This is it, isn't no, it? No, I think there's one more. Go up, up, up. First one. I think, yeah. I think that's it was a sorority. We're no, a bunch of no, no, no. Go. That was it. Tony, you should just yeah. lean in and say that you co-founded a sorority. I <laughs> That'd guess. be hilarious. No, but I... So... But yeah, it was co-ed though. Yeah, and we uh, this is the funniest thing is like, I I told him I was like I don't want to go to any of the meetings. I don't care. I go just like, make it inclusive, make it fun. Like it was like they wanted to make one where it was like, where people that got treated bad rushing could come and have a good time. All the dorks. Yeah, and it was funny, but we still loser, had, loser, loser. Were you king of the nerds? You know, not like that, but we went to one initiation. <laughs> I was. We went to one initiation thing, and I gotta say, I get the hazing thing. I get why sometimes it gets a little out of control, because we Jesus. did we did one, where it was one where it's there was a, f a football field, and you, okay, and the group had to run a hundred laps total, but there was like there was twenty of y'all. Five laps apiece. Five laps apiece. That's like a mile and a quarter. Mile and a quarter. Yeah, but it's like, but after every lap, you have to chug a beer or two beers. Two beers? Two yeah. beers after every lap? You have to chug two beers, but then there was also That's a, 10 beers. Yeah, yeah, but there's also a gallon <laughs> of beer that has to be finished by the 100 laps. So it's like people, it was more so like, it was like sharing. Like, okay, it's your turn. Go do a lap, you know, take a break. It was like more like of a team building. And one kid threw up. Yeah. And we're like, hey, take a seat. And he's like, no, I want to run another lap. More like, you're sure? And it was like, it was like, it wasn't like hazing. Like, you better. No, we that's the yelling definition of hazing. Yeah. It was. That's the definition of it hazing. It was, but like, yeah. It was funny, though. We see a cop. This is like, we do this at like four in the morning. Four in the morning. There's a cop, and we're just like, shit, we got all this beer. Underage, you know, kids are 18 to 20, under the legal drinking age. We're fucked. Old cop just pulls up, and he goes, 
Well, well, well. Now he just goes, so, y'all are up early. And he goes, what are y'all doing? And uh, me and Jordan just look at each other, and we look at the cop, and we're like, hey, man, we're just teaching our pledges a little bit about teamwork. And he just goes, he looks at the beer, and he just goes, he just goes, yeah, you all just make sure no one gets too sick. Have a nice morning. And then just drives off. Jeez. And then, he did, no. then he did a Heil Hitler. Yeah. No, hey, I'll say this. It's very different. Okay. Like, I've been to a white fraternity party where they all chanted, fuck the cops as the cops came in. They're like, all right, everybody out, everybody out. Gave some people tickets. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, the real drunk ones and stuff. But other than that, they came to our party. They got, they, Got us out. Everybody got tickets. If you're underage, you're getting to every pop the kegs with axes. Whoa. Went to a black fraternity party. Immediately people were maced. Immediately. <laughs> Jesus. I was like, God that like every like like they're breaking up a riot. They, I'm walk, like, they, walk, in a, they walk into Josh's frat. <laughs> Are you Che Guevara? Are you Che Guevara? <laughs> yeah, uh, I get the I get the FBI director on the phone. I found Che Guevara. <laughs> <laughs> no, they go into yours. I like, found seven Che Guevaras. <laughs> <laughs> He's multiplying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> He's getting they, stronger. They go into yours and they're like, wait a minute. Get ice out here. Yeah, <laughs> very much so. I people come in there. I got told uh, going to a, a fraternity party. Like, sorry, no townies. What's a townie? It's San Marcos, so it means this, they think you. They thought I just. They thought they saw a Mexican dude. That's all it was, and they're like, sorry, no townies. Oh, like and a I'm local like an idiot. Yeah, and I show them my ID, my Texas state ID. I'm like, no, I go to school here, and then I look in, and I'm like, oh, this is not a party where I'm supposed to be at. And I was like, he goes, Dude, still no. And I was like, all right. Bro, and I walked they are so fucking racist. Oh, yeah. Frats are so fucking racist. They now have to, if you look at frat and sororities, there's usually like one one black girl and maybe a Mexican girl because I think they legally have to. Yeah. Yeah, or dude, not only that, I I, I mean, I remember like, dude. Look up sorority when, pictures. Like, look at the... Diver- it's crazy, dude. Um, The, uh, like, uh... Like and I mean not only like like actually race I mean dude it's like a fucking no it's actually racist because the thing is the reason you join a a, a sorority in a fraternity is beca- holy shit you're right one yeah. and then that's the Mexican girl right behind her she's actually Italian oh yeah no but my thing is no the reason now who's the racist oh, the one Asian girl one, in front and then the one on the left they left, put him in front left bottom. But yep. my, so my thing is this. My thing is this. The oh, reason yeah. it's <laughs> the one Indian girl. Jeez. Yeah. Yep. I t- the re- yeah. No. Like the, Priyanka, get in the fucking shot. In the get in the middle in of the, the fucking shot. Hey, Pri- hey, Priyanka. Do you not understand? Priyanka, you want to be in this sorority? It's gonna pop that pussy. See again, the black girls in the middle. Yep. They put her. They because uh, the the reason it's, I would say it's a racist organization because frat and sororities. They give you once you graduate college. They give you certain uh, interviews that you wouldn't. If you're in the right one. If you wouldn't get, let's say, let's say me and you are both applying for a job. Let's say like at a at a bank or something, right? And the owner of the bank was a Theta Chi, and I was in Theta Chi. My GPA was just a little less than yours. I would have a higher chance of getting the job because we're brothers. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, I mean, it's I mean, dude, I know so it's that, all I know it's all, all about social club. So that's why they they're just like fucking. It's it's more like these. These richer <laughs> racists have kind of 
implemented the system. Come on, we don't want them to be a part of, you know, because we're going to have to employ them. Yeah, I mean, like, very quickly, you know, when you get to college, you realize that access, it's all about access. Mm-hmm. And in order to, and you can either, you can buy, ac- to, you can purchase the access uh, if you're white with yeah. money. You can purchase access to these. Uh, if anybody inter- has money. Dude. Uh- well, I mean, again, dude, it's like, I think there's still, like, the, the selection process to get into a frat is racist. Yeah. Like, literally, like, a lot of, I mean, dude, you were reject you were you were i went suicide which means i didn't go through the whole process of i just i already knew which one i was going to do yeah but the thing is you didn't get into that frat party they said no townies what they were saying was no mexicans uh by the way i was also wearing my g-unit everything with my chain and my tall t and they should want to party with you that's fucking dope the side and, oh, and it was me and my roommates. We were three black dudes, so that also could have been it. So yeah, all four of exactly. those things. And but and so <laughs> there, you made it seem like your car broke down. <laughs> you were wearing glasses, just have a few bucks. No, I look nothing like dude, this. Even if you, here's a shirt that just says, "I want all white people to be dead." <laughs> but no, I was trying to have sex with the white was, girls. It yeah. was it was three black guys that you were with that were also at the college, right? Yeah. So yeah, you guys, you guys, you guys should have been let into the fucking party, bro. But uh, yeah, that's true. It is true. And, it is and, uh, no, it's 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 racist. Uh, it's on Sixth Street. The b- bars, bars wouldn't let me in sometimes. They'd be really? like, "Your clothes are too baggy," and I'm like, "I know they're not too baggy. They might have been too my, baggy." But. My my fr- my friend, uh, my friend's brother is in college, and uh, he tried to get in a frat, and they asked him a question, where he goes. If one of your brothers was, there was a rumor that he raped a girl, what would you do? And he just goes, is it a rumor or did he do it? And they just go, oh, he did it. And he goes, I probably, if I went and I said I have to go to the authorities. And he just goes, and the guy like, kind of like, all right. Oh, like wrong answer? Yeah, wrong answer. And he goes, uh. The next question was, do you think you're cool enough to be a part of our frat? And he just goes. Dude, they're so. And then he looked around. He just goes. He looked around the room to the other brothers. And he just goes, I'm fine. (laughs) And then he just didn't get a bid. But, like, dude, that was a question they asked him. If one of your brothers. They're so cringe. It's so fucking cringe. It's a. Dude, it is a weird thing where it's like. Bro. You did, got it's 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 fucked up. It's cult like. No, did you know this? It's every single president has been in a fraternity. Of every president of the United States has been in a fraternity at an, at an Ivy League college. Not yeah. every, but almost all presidents. I think Obama have, wasn't. Um, Obama, Obama was in a frat. He was. Yeah. We can check. I'm, I'm almost certain that Obama was in a fraternity. Trump was in a fraternity. Obviously, all these, dude, because. And that's the thing. You you look. Um, oh, Alpha Phi Alpha. Yeah. Um, uh, I think that's the same as uh, MLK. Mm-hmm. So yeah, dude. It's like um, you you you. Uh, and it's all. Um, it's I've, almost uh, segregation, almost. Because it is a form of segregation. Because it, then, because then, because African Americans weren't getting into frats, so then they were like, I get. Then we're just gonna start our own frats. You know, and now, yeah, and like, then, and, and then, then they start their own Wall Street, and it gets fucking burned down. No, but it's it's a it's a form. Of, it's like a weird form of segregation where it's like, hey, the idea mm-hmm. of a frat. Yeah, it's like, why don't we just all party together? 
Well, I mean, it's it all it dude, it all it all comes from the fucking parents. Every dad on Wall Street that was in a frat, they want their son to be in that same yeah. frat. They donate money, and then they help that kid. I've I've literally been in the fucking room. I've been to these fucking interviews at these banks where the whole class, they're in like it's a, it's like the same people from the same frats at a few different colleges. Everyone, all the all the parents aren't know each other. Mm-hmm. It's literally like a fucking um it's crazy dude it's crazy yeah it's just so easy and then you you're in the interview room even me i'm a fucking guy from silicon valley i felt like i wasn't i felt like on the as an outsider so in a way you know you felt so, like, you felt like a tajiki farmer it's <laughs> just like i'm out i'm an outsider i'm just farming but i'm getting nothing I mean, basically, I was like, I was like, as in these interviews, and like, yeah, they're, they're, it's like, dude, interviewing for Wall Street is the same as interviewing for a frat. It's the same thing, except the questions are a little different. Like, if we break the law, are you going to tell anyone? <laughs> if we rape no. the American people. So, um, <laughs> so rumor. Let me, yeah. So let me lay this out for you, Sean. We're selling a product to uh, a bunch of families, and uh, and our goal, and our goal is to sell it at the highest price. Yeah. But, <laughs> and I tell you that. The thing is worth nothing. Are you gonna help me sell it? Are you or gonna are you... help us rape the American people, Sean? <laughs> Sean, yeah, like Sean. Sean, pull, I, pull down. Your... Show, show us your baby dick. <laughs> Sean, last... Sean, we we all know the saying. Say it. When it comes, it grows. <laughs> when it, when it, the more when it, it comes, the, the more it comes, it grows. <laughs> yeah, he goes. Sean, last question for you. I really love your background. I learned a lot about you today. We'll be in touch. Yeah. Um, if I rape the American public. Are you going to tell anyone? The guy pulls out a globe, <laughs> and there's a hole in the middle of America, and he just starts fucking the hole. He goes, look, Sean, there's a camera. Do you feel the urge to take a picture while I'm fucking America? It's right there. It's right there. Take it. You going to blackmail me, or are you with us? Yeah, it was like that one guy in the in the big short. The guy, the, the first guy that, like... Uh, Knew the housing market was going to crash. Yeah. So he invested all the people's money in it, and they were calling him crazy and all this. Michael Burry. Yeah, Michael yeah. Burry. Do you know what he's doing? He's buying I, water. I, and he's, he's buying, buying st- aqua, like a land with aquifers on it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but dude, I mean, you think I'm a fucking paranoid libertarian? That guy is a paranoid libertarian. I'm nothing compared to that guy. Yeah. I feel that, like, I mean, but I feel like a lot of people that work Wall Street become that. They either become super evil or they do the flip end where they see. Like the, uh, they see the, the worst of worst of people, and they see like what what uh, what edges they'll take or what, you know. Well, dude, I mean, yeah, and the the reality is, dude, like, and I've been in that world. You you it you it you put the curtains pulled back, and you see a lot of the people that are 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 driving the ship. Dude, can I be honest with you? That's how I've recently felt with stand up comedy. Really? Yeah. There are, I'm not going to name names. I don't, you know, but uh, the more and more, like, there are a lot of great people that I've met in stand up at all the levels. There are a lot of great people. But on the flip side, because I joined stand up comedy because I was a fan of stand up. And you know the saying, you shouldn't meet your heroes? Mm-hmm. After doing stand up seven years, it reigns true. Yeah. Uh, there were a couple, there's some incidences. Where you just see the curtain, where you see, you know, the personality that you, like me, that I fell in love with, 
like on video and then you meet him in real life and you realize oh this character is a facade and yeah they're not like they say they are yeah yeah i mean yeah that's no, why it's... i hope like people know like i'm an awkward boy so like just fans if you ever meet me and you talk to me if the just deal with me for the first minute because the first minute it's just awkward because I just don't know how to talk to strangers because I think it's it's weird that you want to talk to me about something I did that you liked but like there are some people that they act like oh you're the nice guy yeah and then you see them interact with other comedians or fans and you're just like oh that person is not a gate uh, not a good human and it, it's been ve- it's been a thing I've been kind of struggling with this year just no. that. That's tough, man. No, I mean, dude, same here. Like, like if a fan comes up to me, first question, I was like, hey, like, I just clarify. I'm like, hey, are you in Beta Theta Pi? Yeah. Because if you're not in Beta Theta Pi, I can't talk to you. Dude, a fan tried to come up to me and Sean goes like, hey, we really like, I love the podcast, the clips. And Sean spit in his face. I did. In his mouth. In his mouth. And he just. And now goes, we're married. And he goes, suck my <laughs> dick. And he goes, what? And he goes, prove yourself. Prove yourself. No, I went, oh, yeah? What happened in episode 29 <laughs> at minute 28? Yeah, quote hmm? the whole episode, bitch. Oh, you're a fan of the Thoughtless Experiment? Give us your thought. <laughs> Give us your brain. And he handed him a gun, and he just goes, he just goes, kill John Lennon. <laughs> <laughs> I, the guy goes, but he's already dead, sir. And he goes, bring him back, and then kill him. <laughs> no, I, I look at him, he's, he goes, but Sean... How am I going to kill John? He's already dead. I'm like, no, he's not. <laughs> and he's like, what? He's alive? I'm like, kill him. His I name go, is Bruno Mars. Not for long. <laughs> yeah, John Lennon's alive, and his name is Kanye West. <laughs> Should we talk about yay and then get out of here? What the heck? Where, no, are we at? where are we at? Uh, an hour 42. Let's oh. do Twitter. Let's okay. do the Twitter thing. Can you pull up uh, yeah. the Elon Musk? Um, Before we get to the news stories, Elon. let's just do our... Our closing thing. Thank you, thank you guys as always for listening. We're gonna still do one more news story, but uh, yeah, thank you guys for always for listening. Uh, it blows my mind that our numbers are the way they are, even though we're a small podcast. Like, yeah, we are genuinely uh, very thankful for everyone that listens to our dumb fucking rants. No, I mean I, I take it for granted for sure. <laughs> but uh, con- on a continuous basis, if you haven't. Um, even if you don't listen on like Apple and stuff, even if you have like one app you listen to, uh, if it yeah, go like us on the other on the other platforms. I know it's like we ask every week, but it's like it really does help get us in the algorithm. Yeah. Um, subscribe, like all that jazz, and uh, yeah, you can follow me at comedian Tony Casillas. Sean Riley Comedy. I have shows. Uh, I'm basically not a residency, but. I'll be in Austin mainly the next few months, every Tuesday, Wednesday, and some Thursdays I'll be doing spots every week at East Austin. And then follow me on Instagram to see other dates on the road. Awesome. I'll be in Denver. So What days? November some November. Uh November nine to twelve, I think. And then you're going to New York City too. And then right? I'm going to New York in early December too. Fuck Got it. some doing some shows. So you'll see that on my internet pages. Fucking come out to see me and Sean. And, um, yeah, next year we're going to try to plan some stuff, maybe do a few road gigs together at the pod meet, Cabaza, Sean, maybe around Texas, maybe a little outside of Texas. And if you can, if you, 
if you can find us a place, like we've had some people hit us up to come to like Utah, couple to come to Colorado. If you can find us a bar, and like you, if you can bring your friends out and like we'll like do the rest, fucking let us know. We will come out. Yeah. So, all right, let's get to the last news story. So, Elon Musk reportedly wants to buy, uh, wants you to buy your blue check mark on Twitter. First off, I love Elon. I love that he just bought Twitter. This is going to be good. And then he just went in and he just started firing everybody. Sorry, you're, you're fired. Sorry. Sorry, you're fired. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. You're a socialist. You're a socialist. You're fired. Dude, he's the most, I mean, bro. His the, the Did you see the thing with the kitchen sink? No. He walks into the Twitter headquarters holding a kitchen sink. Really? As like a like a joke. What was like the... everything but the kitchen sink. Oh. I'm tearing out everything but the kitchen sink. You know? Yeah. Um, oh. And, um, no, it's so, cr- dude, the guy's the definition of a cringe lord asshole that, like, just doesn't, he thinks he's a comedian. Yeah. And he's like. The thing I've, I think I've started realizing about, because I didn't really hate him. That was always your job on the show. But, like. <laughs> That I do proudly. You do great. You do great work hating on him. But like I people think, need to know. No, I think the thing I've I've started realizing is is just the thing I hate in general is like literally he took uh Twitter is a power yeah, it's a dumpster fire with people on both sides that have just wild beliefs and you're just you're just feeding your own eco chamber and you're not actually having thoughtful conversations. You're just yelling back and forth at each other. And he just bought this platform, and I'm both interested and a little worried what it's going to become. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not worried. I, I mean, the thing is, Twitter was never Twitter's. I'm, Twitter's sort of always sucked, and it always will suck. You know, you talk about thoughtful conversations. Uh, it's the whole app is designed in the opposite direction. Yeah, limit. Twitter isn't not about. Twitter isn't even a social media platform. It's literally a brand. It's a way for brands to distribute propaganda. It's a propaganda machine. Yeah. It's a it's a, it's a place where Wendy's can be funny on Twitter. <laughs> Wendy's and McDonald's. When people when, when hey, Wendy's, hey Wendy's, how about you figure out your salmonella? Why is it every year a burger has salmonella in it? How about stop being funny? Yeah. And figure how about, that out. How about you? How, how about you not hire a writers' room? For your Twitter account and figure out why your people are dying when they eat your food. How much? Could you look up see if it's out there? How much the guy makes that writes for the Wendy's Twitter? What if that guy makes like been like social media strategist Wendy's salary? He he probably makes like a hundred thousand dollars a year. Oh, he easily makes six figures for writing tweets for plant dude. You know how many fucking bro? I okay, I saw this shit, man. I saw I'm on I'm on LinkedIn. Yeah. Guilty. Guilty. <laughs> um approximately sixty four thousand. Damn. Good. Good. Nothing. Cheap fuck. Fucking die. Uh, that's probably that's what 31% is that? percent what, what above the national the, average. What does the uh, average Wendy's employee make? Okay, you what were you saying? Um so I'm on uh I was on LinkedIn and I, uh you know people do you think you think Twitter's a dumpster fire? Look, average twenty k, twenty to twenty k to eighty two k, 
Work from home, Wendy's crew member. How do you make food from home? <laughs> so, so a mom? <laughs> Cashier, 9 to 14 dollars. Go down real quick. Yeah, it makes about $18,000 a year. $18, so the guy $18. that's making the jokes going like, Burger King, more like burger smells like poop, <laughs> is making triple of what the guy that's flipping the burger is making. No, they do like a. They'll, they'll, they like lean into the tweet memes where they're like, "It's giving kings." Yeah. Yes, like, but um, no. I saw this LinkedIn post where uh, they're uh, the people are the worst on LinkedIn. Yeah. They're awful. <laughs> they're off. They're they're so self-aggrandizing and so fucking happy and like excited about the future. It's so fucking disgusting. <laughs> they're like, I saw this one. This this chick was like, um, when when you see an ad for a brand. Or like brands engaging with each other on social media, just know that a lot of hard work goes into that. It's a lot of email chains. It's so many email chains. First, we have to make sure that the person we're uh, clapping back on doesn't have any back, doesn't have anything in their past that can hurt us, hurt our brand. So we have to do a whole background check, and then we have to make sure that what we say isn't problematic or respects. Uh, languages from different cultures. So please, when you see that, when you see uh, brands interacting with celebrities, please react. Please interact because it takes a lot of work to get that done. It's so hard. That's what it is. Yeah. That so they're proud of it. Yeah. They're proud. Oh yeah. Of this. This. But also, uh, the American public loves it. They're like, they're like, hey man, did you see it? Did yo, you see? Yo, did, did you, you see, see Wendy? Wendy said the Burger King. Damn. <laughs> Did you see Daryl? <laughs> did you see what Wendy said the Burger King? I retweeted. Did you re did you retweet? Retweet it. Retweet it. Retweet it now. I like my brands having a sense of humor. Best, uh, Best Buy is the George Carlin of companies. <laughs> <laughs> Best Buy just going like everyone's buying things online now. They're in online shopping. They're, online they're food. In they're incels that are just like. Wendy's not funny. She's a woman. Women are never funny. <laughs> Women can't be funny. I'm more of a Burger King kind of guy. Burger King gets... That would be funny if Burger King, the Twitter guy, just became like a right wing kind of oh, guy. Oh, yeah. Like and a, then Wendy became it like... Might. Now Wendy, that Elon owns Wendy, Twitter. Wendy became like a left wing, becomes like a left wing, where Burger King is just like, the reason you should come to Burger King is because of First Amendment right. At Burger King, you can say whatever the fuck you want. After you eat a burger, we have a gun. If you, <laughs> if you finish the whole gun, you get a pop a cap in the roof. That would be, wa that'd be Waterburger. Yeah. yeah that or no, you go, come to Burger King, where we have male bathrooms and female <laughs> bathrooms. Okay? And if you were a they-them, you shit outside. <laughs> and then Wendy's responds, and Wendy's goes like, it's giving transphobia. <laughs> yeah. You're really triggering me right now, Burger King. Um, no, but... So, yeah, Elon buying Twitter. I... Dude. So he's... What do you think about this? Charging people to buy their... Um, to the the blue check mark yeah yeah I mean it's dilute it's dilutes the whole fucking value of a blue check mark which by the way the value is overblown go down real quick who gives a fuck if you have a blue check mark and he might do because it, it says uh, he might do it in Doge story continue. really yeah like accept Doge so he to says, buy it he says Twitter's current uh, verification system requires a user to apply for a check mark after which the company will evaluate whether the user is authentic notable and active it's not necessarily a perfect system but it's Intent to verify a user's identity. Also, that's kind of bullshit. No, it's not. It's are you famous? Yeah. The application isn't, dude. Authentic, notable, and active. Yeah. What does that mean? Authentic, notable, and active. I'm authentic, notable, and active. I'm not notable. You. Have, it's just notable. It's just fame. 
they look you up, and if you apply the current process, it's just, are you famous? Yeah, it said 80% of them uh, voted that they would not pay at all. And then he wrote, interesting. He's trying to make it like that big app in China where you get everything done on it. It's Facebook, YouTube, Insta. Yeah. It's all of them in once in one. You know, your PayPal. Yeah. And he wants DoorDash. Twitter to be the very first super app. And he yeah. wants to also turn it to where you can have a wallet in it and for a crypto wallet. And that you would use uh, possibly Doge as the currency for Twitter. Yeah. Dude, you know, actually, what's really if you guys real like I when I uh, go to the gym and shit. I'll listen to these podcasts from these venture capitalists. Bro, it's crazy. Like, literally, they talk about, like, super apps. Mm -hmm. Every, every, it's crazy. If you actually want to know what people are going to be talking about three months or six months from now, super app is a word that's going to be in the in the actual public consciousness. Mm -hmm. Venture capitalists. Isn't that what kind of Facebook's doing with, like, Meta? And they're, they're, but they're failing hard. Yeah. yeah. So Instagram and, and Facebook might actually go like bankrupt. Yeah, because they're not a super app. They're you, they're too someone, they're too decentral. They're too segmented. Buy it, right? Microsoft, that's what they're trying to get done. Yeah, I mean they'll they won't go bay I mean they'll buy it for cheap. Yeah. They'll sell off they'll they'll probably do an asset sale. They'll sell the different businesses yeah. uh, se separately. But dude, I think, you know, I don't know. I mean Elon buying do you did you see who else is in on the acquisition with Elon? No. It's Elon, the Saudi Arabian government. Yeah. The Saudi Public Investment Fund, which is the oh, basically yeah. the, a front for Saudi Aramco oil money. Yeah. So that like Saudi Aramco owns two billion dollars of Twitter, which is not like only five, two or three percent, something like that. Jack Dorsey still owns a piece too. Yeah. So yeah, Elon came in and privatized, took it private with the Saudi with the Saudi oil billionaires. So with good people. Um, and we all know how Saudi oil billionaires feel about uh, uh, free expression. They're good people. They're good people. Um, and Khashoggi? I'm honest. Hey, Khashoggi, he's talking too much, <laughs> dude. Anytime Khashoggi showed up to one of my house parties, we're like, shut up. <laughs> he doesn't. No like, one cares. Did you hear what they're doing in Saudi Arabia? We're like, stopping a buzzkill. Yeah. Holy <laughs> fuck, Khashoggi. Can you do the girl voice real quick? Oh my god, did you see who's here at the party? <laughs> it's Khashoggi. Isn't isn't he a provocateur journalist? He says he's provocateur, but I think he's so boring. <laughs> it's I, like it's like, dude, we get it. Women are getting beheaded on the street, but as a woman, I know sometimes I need to be punished, and I need to be punished bad, Daddy, because I've been a bad, bad girl. Oh, yeah. Cut off my head in the public square <laughs> and drench my blood over a dead lamb. You know? Yeah. You know, that's, that's a good punishment. Hi. You know what I like? You know what really turns me on? What? When the government, <laughs> when the government owns the press, <laughs> I like that the government owns the press. I'm so wet right I'm now. So wet. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Oh. <laughs> Tell me what to do, Daddy. Tell me who to vote for, Daddy. I'm listening. <laughs> yeah. 
Low key, I would fuck Jamal Khashoggi though. Low key, low key. yeah. If I was like really strong, if I was, yeah, if I was really drunk, I'd fuck him too. Like two, three beers. But I wouldn't like it. I wouldn't like it. I wouldn't like it. I'd be like, you need to stop hating on. Uh, Prince Mohammed bin Salman. Yeah. Hey, he's not a bad guy. You know what I would do? You know what I would do? What? You know what I would what? do? What I would do is I'd fuck him and uh-huh. get sleepy. Because you know, I'm a good fuck. <laughs> and then I would take him to prison. Where he would be tortured for his crimes against the Saudi Arabian <laughs> government. And I would watch him bleed. And I would say, Khashoggi, <laughs> I hope you like my pussy. Because the last, that's the last time you're eating out. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> wow. That's that was pretty good. Those girls. I, I don't know why we bring on those girls on our podcast. They've yeah, been, it, they come in here. They barge in. They're extremists. They are <laughs> authoritarian. <laughs> I don't even. Th- we shouldn't be even be platforming them. We shouldn't, but they're entertaining. I, I, I kind of want. Aren't in a way by platforming those women on our show? Aren't we just as guilty as Mohammed bin Salman? <laughs> yeah, in a way, it's. Cr- I did not know that they are the reason. Khashoggi got murdered. It was a. What if it was a honeypot? <laughs> Jamal's like, no. It was the real story. Is so sad because he was there with his fiance, mm-hmm. and his fiance is waiting outside of the government for like hours and hours. And yeah. she's like, "What's? Where's Jamal? What's going on? He was just going in for five minutes, and I don't. He's been. It's been ten. And they're hours. like, they're looking at a picture. Uh, uh, he's uh, cut his. I mean. We don't know. We cut some. St- we 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 had some good steak. He's good. He's healthy. He's fine. Jamal uh, went to Tajikistan without you. You know what's great is I don't know why, but my head, Jack. It, I don't hear the voice, so I just hear you two going, <laughs> "Hey, hi." Uh, like, it's your regular voice. So I'm just like, oh. No, in, in the voice, it sounds great. I know, yeah. I know. I, I went back and heard it last time, but it's really weird. Yeah, just watching you two going. Ah. You mean? Well, you it's mean, not a voice. It's the, not us. It's the. It's, it's, uh, oh yeah, I forgot. It's the two. It's, it's uh, Tanya. It's Tanya. You're a Tanya. Yeah, that's Tanya. Tanya. Oh. And Tanya. Who's the other girl? Tanya um, and Marissa. <laughs> Why Marissa? <laughs> well, you gave me Tanya. All right, so you get Marissa. They're which are both beautiful names for, for women. Fantastic names. Um, Not really. <laughs> All right. All right. I think it's time to go. Uh, Josh, you want to plug, plug your stuff too? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, check out uh, November twenty sixth, the Saturday after Thanksgiving. I'll be amongst jazz uh, headlining. So check that out. Me and John open for you. I already got. I already got openers for it. But who? Uh, Joey Smith, all right, and George fine. Anthony. Oh, fine. I, I wish they were bad. Did you ask him to open on the no, on the show? I wish they I would have said yes if I didn't have any. No, way. I wish they were bad comics so I could be like, oh, really, dude? Yeah. But I like both of those guys, so yeah. no, it'll be a good show. You did the right choice. We'll be outside right. picketing <laughs> <laughs> as the two girls. Yeah, stop, Josh Cavazza. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's problematic. It's a picture of Josh and Kajogi next to each other. They're the same person. Uh, who real? Who killed Jamal? It is Josh Cavazza. <laughs> 
But all right. All right. Thank well, you guys for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Adios.